Best show. What's up, everybody? Hey, happy 5th of July 2022 as we move forward into the first week of July, the second half of 2022. Here we go. Can you feel it? Just like our friend Perry Farrell said, Here we go, go. Man, that was not a good band. Any of you people that fell for that band, I don't know what to tell you. You couldn't tell the good from the bad. You couldn't tell the good from the bad, guys. You couldn't tell the good from the bad. It's a great thing to do that, and you couldn't. You thought they were... You couldn't tell them from the good stuff? (gasps) Me, oh, my, oh. I know there's some people. Mike, did you like Jane's Addiction? No way. No, he get Mike gets it. Ugh. Pat, Jane's Addiction. I like when that one song comes on the radio. Which one? It's like Ben caught stealing once when I was nine. That one's okay. I like the one that's like um more Here of a slower t- slower jam. You like Jane says. Yeah, it's okay. Dudio, God bless you. I know you love Jane's Addiction. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even, even have to answer the I question. I don't even need to ask. No. No, I see the music you were into back then. You see that. You see the look. You see right. the look this guy had, Mike. Right? You see the look. He was on the SS bo- SS Grunge. He they, was on but, board for everything. But they weren't. That, is, that, is that the ship? They weren't <laughs> yeah, grunge. The SS grunge. They weren't grunge. Yeah. That was phony baloney stuff. That's yeah, phony but, bo- but everything's on there, you know. Oh, everything's on. Okay, good. Well, now we know. Uh. uh uh, uh, the, the fire uh, when ready, I say. Uh, torpedoes <laughs> on high alert. Here we go. This is all funnier because Jason was just on a boat. Jason was on a boat and was oh, having the time of his life. Well, he had the time of his life. Well, guess what, my friends? You were about to have the time of your life if you love funny stuff, good stuff. But most of all, raw stuff. Uh, the best show is back on a Tuesday night, and we got an exciting guest uh, coming up later in the program. Zach Cherry from Severance will be on the program, and we'll talk to him all about all sorts of stuff. Very exciting to have him. It's uh, that's a get in the guest game and podcast. That's what you call a get. I look at some of the guests that come on these shows, and it's like. Yikes. I'm like, was, uh, I see these guests and I'm just like, was, uh, Lonnie Anderson busy? (laughs) So no, but we got a great guest. Zach Cherry will be on the show, uh, in a little bit. Got some call in stuff. The topic tonight Top 10 fireworks, 201. 
Oh, there's more to that number, too. It is 201. Hold on. I can do it. 201 2 201-989-0012. 201-989-0012. Top 10 fireworks. Give a call. Zach Cherry coming up. Right now, it's time to start the best show. to the best show here on a Tuesday night, the first week of July 2022, and your guy Tom Sharpling is here once again. I am the host of the best show, and I'm here with you tonight, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, really, but um, top 10 fireworks. Or you can talk about fireworks, tired and wired. Do it however you want. Let me tell you right now. Everybody knows which one the top firework is. It's not even close. Not even close. And I want to see if you get the right firework, my friends. 
That's right. The late, great Bill Gazzari. Let's uh, a moment of silence for this great man who passed away 37 years ago. Maybe, maybe pulled off the, I look, uh, I think he died, I think he was in his 60s. He looked like he was 110. But God bless him, he ran an awful club in West Hollywood and brought the world uh, bands like uh, Van Halen, which he actually had nothing to do with. He just, like he wrote the songs with them. And uh, Odin, he brought everybody Odin. God bless him. The phone number 201-989-0012. We're going to talk about fireworks and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Right now, what I'm going to talk to you all about is a show that I do that is not the best show. Oh, by the way, we just heard... uh, Kurt Vile, the amazing Kurt Vile. Well, there's only one Kurt Vile, the amazing one. From the Watch My Moves album, came out earlier this year. An amazing record from our friend Kurt Jesus on a Wire. That song, can't beat it, man. KV Dunn did it again. It's a great album. Great album. Get some of that KV uh, weirdness in there, which is my favorite thing. A little bit of old KV, a little bit of new KV, a little bit of tomorrow's KV. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. KV, KV, KV. And then I go and look online. I see pictures of uh, uh, Kurt's uh, brother, Jello Man, in Rolling Stone. I wanted to throw up when I saw it. Not because he got in Rolling Stone as uh, at a festival doing a handstand and making a jello sign uh he makes these jello signs i think it was a picture of him with uh what's his with, with a, a picture of him with richard marks or something and said richard marks written in jello um yeah it's not just jello written in jello containers that are shaped to form letters it's not just smears of jello he's not uh it's not the manson family writing on the wall and smears He's a upstanding citizen, Jello man, our friend Paul. But what made me want to throw up was I saw that, and then I said to myself, if they can write about this freaking Jello man, God bless him. But I do a show called Double Threat, right? With my friend Julie Klausner. It's on the Forever Dog Network. You ever hear of it? Check it out if you haven't. No, Forever Dog. It's it's the best. We're the best shows in the Forever Dog studios. And I says to myself, we did a show this week where we literally did the funniest thing that any podcast has ever done before. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing people say. I'm hearing people say this little podcast got people talking, like in Rocky Balboa. So, uh... Yeah, this podcast uh, 
we did where we did a, a full-on goofball takedown of uh, Alec Baldwin and Woody Allen. And then we had a, an esteemed guest, none other than Dylan Farrow was on the show. Amazing. This And look, I'm going to say it. It's straight up news making. It's straight. If that, if that stuff is the news, this is a piece of the news. And I was, it's one of the funniest things I've ever been a part of uh, this episode. Double threat. Check it out. It's a good way in if you ain't, ain't up to speed on double threat. That's a good way in. Check that one out. Hear me and Julie being funny. Um, but I says to myself, if Rolling Stone can write about, if they can, if they, if they can write about some guy, some guy writing uh, 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 Jason Mraz in Jello uh, shapes, they can certainly write about this news making uh, podcast. And I says to all of you, where's the articles? Where's the articles? That's all I says. Where's the bleeping articles? It was an amazing. Uh, it's an amazing episode, and you get to. It's actually, uh, dare I say, newsworthy and worth talking about. And so, if you're one of these uh, goofballs writing for uh, uh, the internet, write about it. Hit me up. I'll give you a quote. I'll give you, everybody can get an exclusive quote from me if you want to write an article. And it'll give you a break from writing about stranger things. Oh boy, oh boy. Let's, by all means, let's, let's talk about stranger things a little bit more, huh? Let's really, uh, let's talk about uh, whether uh, Steve is wearing the right uh, bomber jacket. And I want to say this to you, these, uh, fans of uh i want to write this to these fans of uh of uh stranger things who are um all fired up and they they all discovered uh the music of kate bush three weeks ago congratulations on that how's that working for you now you understand and they the thing they don't understand these these bandwagon jumpers these late comers to the party they think kate bush only has one song they think she's only got one song and guess what kate bush has two songs it's also wuthering heights which i learned about from alan partridge does kate bush have more songs nobody knows but it makes me sick, sick to see these Johnny and Janie come lately's jumping on the Kate Bush bandwagon. Join us, uh, the super fans. We've been here the whole time listening to two Kate Bush songs. Thank you very much. But by all means, you stick to your one Kate Bush song. So, uh, yeah, right about, huh? Right about, right. It was amazing. Podcast history was made this week. That's what I says. Cause I was there.
Let's see what's going on on the phones. Let's go to the phones. Hot phones coming in. Hot phones. Hello, best show. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. To whom am I speaking? This is Joseph from Manhattan. Joseph from Manhattan. Now, what part of Manhattan are you from, Joseph? Uh, Inwood. That's up near like 190th or so. Inwood? Anyway, oh, 190th Street? Around there or so, yeah. Mm, fancy. Must be nice, eh? Looking down at the... Looking down at the GWB, right? When I get a chance. You look down, you're like, look at these ants. Look at them hustling and bustling. Their meaningless lives going to and fro. Look at them. Is that what you say? That's often what I say. Mm. What can I do for you, my friend? I had a suggestion for the fireworks topic tonight. Ah, let's hear it. What do you got? <clears throat> It'd be the uh, the fireworks that are going off in Lee Greenwood's head as he sings the uh, last verse of God Bless the USA. Lee Greenwood. That's the that's the bum that does that song. And what other ones does he do again? The Streak? Was that him? That was Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. I get Ray Stevens and Lee Greenwood mixed up a lot. I can't actually think of anything that Lee Greenwood has done other than that song. Well, Joseph, I want to say this right now. Congratulations to you. Because you just minted a millionaire. Not you, though. Me. You just made me a millionaire today because... The fact that Lee Greenwood ain't done nothing other than that one stupid song, I feel like if I did a patriotic song, I only got to do one song. Only got to do one. If I do some patriotic song, I could be rich, right? I could be rich. Rich, rich, I tell you. Think about right. Nobody needs to know. Oh, that's the guy from the best show. Oh, that's the guy from Double Threat. Oh, that's the guy who wrote the national bestseller. It never ends. Oh, that's the guy who uh, directs things. Oh, that's the guy who. What else do I do? What else do I do? Help. That's the guy who writes for TV shows. No, they'll just know me as the guy that did that patriotic song, and I'm gonna do it straight. I'm not going to do, um, it's not going to be some ironic winking thing. I'm going to do, um, a straight up, hey, 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 USA, I want to tell you all, (laughs) let me think. Hey, hey, USA. Hey, hey, USA. How you feeling? Stand up tall. 
and be proud today. Hey, hey, USA, stand up. But no, it's too clunky. Hey, hey, USA works. Right? Hey, hey, USA. Hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, definitely direct. Yeah, okay. Shh, shh, shh. Hey, hey, USA. It's time we stood tall. It's time. Hey, hey, USA. What you gonna do about what you gonna do with your life today? Is that too well? That a hmm. Hey, hey, USA, what you gonna do with your life today? Standing tall and standing proud, I'm an American, shout it loud. Yes? No? What do you think? Well, it seems like once you got that, that lyric that you were stuck on, it just uh, flowed after Thank that. Thank you, Joseph. You, you, uh, I appreciate you saying that. Hey, hey, USA, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do, red, white, and blue? To, no. Hmm. Darn it. Darn it! This one is not coming as quickly as I wish it would. Hey, hey, USA, what you gonna do? How you gonna, oh, oh, ooh, here it goes. Hey, hey, USA, how you gonna show your pride today? Standing <laughs> tall and standing proud. I love America, shout it loud. Hi, everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't oh, smell, them. smell them. That's the chorus. I think that works. Okay. And then I got to come up with some verses. Looking out at this country from sea to shining sea. Everything I want to believe happens in this beautiful country. 50 states and 50 states line, 50 states all side by side, even though two of them aren't. 50 states standing side by side. Patriot, Patriot Pete. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. But the thing that matters is we got the chorus down already. Hey, hey, USA, how are you going to show your pride today? Standing tall, standing proud. I love America. Shout it loud. Can somebody type that up and kick it back to me and kick that first verse back to me? I think uh, Lee is in trouble. Yeah, we're going to run him out of the business. We're going to run Lee Greenwood out of the business. And I'm looking on Twitter. This guy, East, West. Feels like this song could use 
a part addressing Mr. President. No, it's not that kind of song. I want this to be an evergreen and make me money no matter who's in the White House. And I'll get I'll be known as the the guy who like shows up at the the White House like the White House and performs it for like every president. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh that's what Lee Greenwood uh claim I mean Lee Greenwood has claimed to be like, Oh, I'd show up for Obama and I'd show up for anyone, yeah. but I mean we all know what he's uh, of course we do. Yeah, you could take that. But this is the thing, that. Johnny. This is the thing. I'll be that, but I'll be on the other side. Joseph, not Johnny. I'll be on the other side. I'll be doing the same thing. I'll sing the song for President DeSantis. Hey, hey, USA. <laughs> How you gonna show your pride today? I'll do that, and then I'll do it for President uh, AOC. Hey, hey, USA, how you're going to show your pride today? Standing tall and standing proud. I love America. Shout it loud. If you love America, shout it loud. There we go. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. We are in business. If you love America, shout it loud. And then there'll be a part of the song. We'll go, come on. Shout it out. Like, it'll be like the equivalent of that Neil Diamond, that part in America where it's like, my country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty. What do you do? Get off my phone. You just ruin it. What are you trying to to take my money? You're trying to take money out of my pocket. This guy's trying to take money out of my pocket. Unbelievable. Guy was trying to take money out of my, my freaking pocket. Best show. Welcome. Hi, Tom. How Hi. you doing? I'm good. Who's this? Uh, it's Casey from Washington Township, New Jersey. How you doing, KT? Oh, Casey. Sorry. Casey. Oh, gotcha. Like Casey and the Sunshine Band? Uh, yeah, C-A-S-E-Y. But, ah, you know. like Casey Jones. Get it? Yes. Right? Did you used to love that song yeah, from, uh, when you were a kid? You're just like, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm driving that train. Driving my train. See, I can't sing songs like that anymore if I want to get White House clearance. Hey, hey, USA. How you going to show your pride today? We're standing, we're standing tall, we're standing tall, and we're standing proud. And if you love America, shout it loud. Yeah, I feel it. I'm going to start spending the money already. I'm going to start spending the money. Get me some Paquito Moss. I'm spending the money already. Who's going to get me some bleeping Paquito Moss? I got to get a celebratory burrito. What can I do for you, Casey? I just, uh, I had called last week, had a terrible connection, so I'm uh, on a landline this week. Welcome so. back. Welcome back, my friend. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just, I was just talking about the So Far podcast and how uh, I love it, and it's very special to me. Oh, thank you. So thank podcast. you. It's a, cla- yeah, it's a it classic is, uh, podcast. Best show. Best show podcast uh, on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. And I want to say this. It's Patreon numbers are in free fall. What the bleep is going on, everybody? Step it up. 
I, I and look, it's not. But I appreciate everybody's given, but I appreciate. I mail stickers out to people. We're getting bonus stuff going up for people. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm writing to people two times. Oh, your your sticker was returned. Get me a new address. Get me a new address. I'll send it out again. What am I doing here? But I'm taking trying to take care of everybody. I'm trying to take care of everybody. So, that said, this Patreon, we got, I, 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 I look, I'm not going to talk about this too much, but, uh, and, you know, we're trying to get this new show going, and I, I'm, I, I sunk, uh, uh, some real do-re-me into this, if you know what I mean, with the tech. And Patreon is the only way we get, uh, the show makes money. It's the only way the show makes money. Patreon.com slash the best show you go to patreon you sign up i'll send you stuff i'll send you a sticker you'll get everything you could want and it will be uh, oh it's a good way to support the show it's a good easy fast clean way to support the show look i ain't looking i don't want to take ads. i don't want no ads on this show no more i want no ads i think i want ads no so um we ain't going to get no ads. But what I am going to get is your support through Patreon. Thank you. And we, so far, is a, a Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young recap show that is up only on Patreon. It's only on the Patreon. It's the only place you can get it. Patreon. And it's multiple episodes, 17 eight episodes, I believe. And they are long. And we listened to every stupid album that Crosby or Stills or Nash or Young put out over a 50-plus year period. And it's very entertaining. And I want you to hear it. And I want you to hear everything. So, um, yeah, that's it. So you like the show, my friend? Uh, love it. Very special. My dad's like a super fan. I have this relationship with CSMY that's like very personal. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the whole thing. There were so many times I things I could like share, but the little things I thought like would But there's just one thing I guess I'll pass along. Like things like this. Like my dad had breakfast with uh, Jeff Pivar once. <laughs> there you go. No, tell everybody who Jeff. Of course, I know who Jeff Pivar is. Uh, <laughs> you do, yes. Unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunate. He's a delightful man, but um, he was in CPR with uh, Crosby Raymond, Crosby's uh, son, and uh, Jeff Pivar. That's right. Star on that, of course. And, I, and again, project the nineties and early two thousands. But the thing is, I listened to every CPR album along with my crew of. A.P. Mike, Pat Byrne, Dudio. We all listened to uh, everything. Oh, I don't think Pat did. I think Pat skipped a few. I didn't skip a few. Mike. Mike. Definitely skipped a few. You think Pat skipped a few? Yeah. Just be honest, Pat. <laughs> did you skip He's busy. Few? He's busy. I, there's I, no, I, I, there's no, no judgment. There's no judgment. Yeah. I think we all skipped a few. I think that I, last I, episode I, we were we were shaving a few off because no one no I one cared anymore. Nothing. I didn't skip nothing. I listened to. I still listen to them. 
I yeah, still listen in case we go back. I keep listening to these records, so I'm so I got it locked down in case we ever go back. I want to be able to talk about uh, a, 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 a a Stephen Stills album from 1978 in case that's where where the yeah, the focus and, shifts. I think all of us skipped for free except for Mike. What was for free again? Crosby last couple of years, I think. I listened to all of them, Pat. Mike got a for free tattoo. Yeah, but it didn't. It wasn't for free. It cost him money. No, it was yeah. free. It was free. I listened to Thoroughfare Gap by Stephen Stills <laughs> once a week in case we need to go <laughs> back and revisit it. <laughs> You're right. Pat, I mean, Neil's releasing so much stuff. We're gonna have to go back soon. Do you know what I was listening to yeah. today, Pat? What did you listen to? Illegal Stills. <laughs> His album from 1976. What songs were on Illegal Stills? Oh, The Loner. Oh. He did his version of Loner, Midnight in Paris, of course. His version of the Sol- of Soldier, <laughs> State Line Blues. Great, great album. Yeah. yeah. It was all just right, off right. the top of my head. What's that now? Right. What's that caller? Uh, buying Time. Is that on that one? Uh, uh, you mean buying time? Uh, I know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he um, has a song called "Buying Time." Uh, my my apologies. Uh, maybe it's called. Maybe you're talking about buying time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> buying time. Sure. Oh, yeah, that that Stephen Stills song, "Buying Time." <laughs> I, I, I only know buy-in time. Uh, you know that there's somebody who actually is like that. Um, hey, hey, I, USA. What? What's that now? Oh, I just said I'm so not not that far from those people. No, not so far from those people, right? Uh huh. Look, buddy, I appreciate the kind words, and get ready. We got to ramp up and record our first episode of Rubenesque, where we do the same thing going through the Rick Rubin production catalog. And that will be fun because the, some of the first things we will listen to are Hose and the Beastie Boys and who else? Ella Cool J. That'd be fun, right? And then we hit a lot of uh, Slayer records. And then a lot of Slayer records and Andrew Dice Clay records. <laughs> yeah. What what songs do you think Johnny Cash would be forced into doing now? Uh, the elder abuse that went on during that period where they're like, <laughs> Johnny, do this. He'd be like, acoustic, it's been one week since you looked at me. Cut my head to the side. Hold me now and make me hoodwink. You make me stop thinking. You think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish because I like the Shelly Swiss. But I like it when it never touched a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Big like Leanne rhymes. Because I'm all about value. Bert Camfer's got the mad hits. You try to match wits. You try to hold me, but I bust through. Great, Johnny. Great. Is that where they're heading with that? That's what he would have been doing? 
right? Johnny Cash. What what other what other nightmares would Rick Rubin have dragged him in? I'm gonna. Well, here goes our chance of ever getting Rick Rubin to be on Rubenesque, which hasn't started yet. I just sunk. I just sunk any chance. Just gotta crush it. Crush it before yeah, it gets started. It'd be a good topic for for one of these week's shows. <laughs> yeah. What other songs would be like? Don't give up. You only get what you give. One chance left. Hanging out with Marilyn Manson. Courtney loved the kids from Hanson. <laughs> that would be uh and that was that was that was some low level elder abuse going on there. I'm sorry. This guy was this guy was basically imprisoned and they were making him record anything that Rick Rubin put in front of him. Yeah, do this one, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, you ever hear of Jason Mraz? Hey, Johnny, you want to do the Mr. Belvedere theme? Streaks on the china never mattered so much. That's a terrible Johnny Cash impression I'm doing, by the way. I know that. You don't think I know that? What am I? A uh, little pit bull. What's that? Pit crossover. Bull. He'd be doing pit bull. Cro- crossover yeah. audience. Yeah, he'd be. Yeah, let's get some pit. Johnny, do some pit bull. What? <laughs> I said do some pit bull. Tex Mex style. Do some pit bull, or I'll sick this pit bull on you. Like he's you like, think oh, he I don't feel like doing this one. I'm not comfortable with it. Oh yeah, well this pit bull might think otherwise. What about like blurred lines? Yeah, he'd do blurred lines. He'd probably end up doing blur. Woohoo. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> Just Johnny Cash doing this acoustic. Jin 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 sounding just basically begging for help. To get out of this <laughs> this <laughs> prison that he's being held in. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> so caller. Yes. Thanks for okay. checking in, buddy. I appreciate it. Can I get one more thing, Tom? Well, real quick, real quick. One more favor. Okay. You know the Greendale Mean guy, Marty? Yeah. Yes, he is a tremendous songwriter. He would never say this himself. But oh, okay. He's a truly gifted person. Okay. Dragon Combat on Bandcamp, man. All right, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. And if I don't like it, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send Carmichael over, and he'll he'll uh, haul you away. Marty would love it. Hey, he's gonna haul you away. <laughs> get off my phone. God bless you, but get off my phone. Back to hot phones. We got hot phones going here. Best show. Hello. What's up, T-Bird? What's up, T-Bird? Mike in Bay Bridge here, uh, just beating the heat by listening to your cool voice riffing on the day's latest headlines. Uh-huh. R- riffing on the day's latest headlines. Yeah, yeah, the, the latest, the late edition. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just I just want to extend my my best wishes to you and yours for a restful and peaceful post fourth week um 
a week in which you find the strength and the wherewithal to overcome any obstacles that mm. may impede your happiness. And I also hope you find that sense of place that we seek it in sure. hopes that we can. Hey, I'm, right. I'm going to stop you for a second there. This is not Mike and Baybridge. This is Bruce Springsteen. How are you, Bruce? You call every week under the name Mike from Baybridge, but I know it's, I figure out that it's you every week. Well, I got to say again, when you remember my limp, reedy chirp, it's a bigger thrill than when I step out on the stage in front of a packed football stadium. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that'd be the it case. But it it, it it means a lot to me. Well, thank you, Bruce. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, um, the topic is is what fireworks? Is that like your yeah, we're, fireworks? We're just talking about top fireworks. Which ones do you like best? Well, I have one that I, I'm not a big fireworks guy, but I, I do like it, you know, every, every fourth. And my my favorite is a firework called Lord Stinkleton. Okay. What is Lord Stinkleton? Well, um, it's a dainty, very regal firework. It's from the UK. And, um, you know, it's a very impressive, very smooth kind of light and sound, you know, it's, it's, it's got all the colors of, of, of the British flag. And that's all great. But then it's followed by the most nauseating, putrid smell that you've ever encountered. It's like, it's like a wet wig from the 1970s that's been discovered at the bottom of a pile of unclean porta johns that Hulk Hogan farted into. Oh, God. I didn't know that there were fireworks. There were like smell-based fireworks. That's news to me, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, they're called smellworks. Okay. Yeah. And Lord Stinkleton is the one that you you like or dislike. Well, I hate it so much. I kind of love it. Sure, I know what that's like. Yeah, but you got some TV programs that fit into that category. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, about uh, uh, I, I got sent a, a handful of people. This a good handful of people sent me the Clerks Three uh, movie poster this week. So I know what it's like to get things that you don't like so much that maybe you actually do like it. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, you know what, you know, I, I, I talked about, uh, stepping out onto the big stage mm -hmm. earlier, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I wanted to have a, a real heart to heart with you regarding something which, with which I have a lot of experience with. Okay. You said with which you have a lot of experience with. No, I said which with which I have a lot of experience with. Okay. It was even trickier than what I thought you said. Oh, they call me the word man. You they do call you the word man, and I see why. Remember in Eddie and the Cruisers when they called the new guy word man? Yeah, because he wrote some words, <laughs> some lyrics. 
Yeah, man, I love I love the music in that movie. My God, that's that's totally the kind of music I like. Yeah, I would hope so because it's your music, basically. Well, well, not really. You know, that's uh, that's Johnny C and, and the uh, and the BVB. Yeah, but we can see where Johnny C got uh, some of the ideas, Bruce. Well, you know, I'd have to say that in terms of my influence, I would say X-ray Specs is even more influence. You know, because of the sack. You you think that X-ray Specs lifted stuff from you? Oh, yeah. See, I actually, one of my earliest songs was called Oh, Wildwood Up Yours. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't like it at Wildwood at all. A big rivalry. Yeah, Barnegat, same thing. I had one called Oh, Barnegat Up Yours. Oh, oh Shit Bottom Up Yours. Sure. Oh, Upper Black Eddie Up Yours. Sure. So if it wasn't Asbury Park, it didn't cut, didn't make the cut. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but let let me get back to to the seriousness of of, of this talk I want to have with you. Okay? Uh huh. Okay, please. All right, Tom. Let's face it. You're blowing up, and, and I'm not talking about your collection of giant Survivor season one blow up dolls. Okay. Thank you, and I I have look. I have separate issues with that. I don't know if this is the time or place to talk about it, but. I just want to say that one of the neighborhood kids I put out on for the fourth, I put them out on the lawn, and my uh, Jervis got my Jervis got popped. It got popped. Yeah, somebody popped my Jervis. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that blows. Yeah, it sure does. Well, you know, but but you know, you are blowing up. You know, with your your hit book, it's about to end. uh, Your various podcasts. And your side-splitting appearances on last season's *Impractical Joker* spin-off *Pizza Prankers*, you're really becoming the talk of the industry. Thank you. I, I'm glad you. Not many people focus on my appearances on *Pizza Prankers*, and uh, I, it's nice to it's nice to hear that. So, thank you, Bruce. I love it. I love it. I love the one where they made you eat your shirt. Yeah, they put the sauce on it, and then it came out of the pizza oven, and I had to eat it. It looked delicious, wasn't it? It was pretty good. I'm look, it was not as good as pizza, of course. But well, um You know, those were still pretty tasty. Uh, those coal coal fired ovens, they can make anything good, from what I hear. Yeah. I wonder if like I I always wonder if like a band like the Ramones, what they would think of this new era of pizza. You mean if they were the same age as when they were first enjoying pizza? Yeah, where if like like they they fit they finish up watching the shirts down at CB's and they walk up to uh, to Ben's. They walk and they go spend six dollars on a margarita slice, or like we got we got upside down pizza or grandma's. Hey, is that buffalo cheese? Is this real buffalo cheese? Yes. Like, what would they do if if there was any variant on pizza? Would they still be as enthusiastic about it? I think I think the other three would be into it, but Johnny would make them get old fashioned pizza. They would be like, like this place has this great upside down pizza, 
like where it's bait, you know, it's like, and then John, John, yeah. And he, they look over and he's just scowling at them and they're just like, we'll just get some regular slices. That's fine. Yeah. There's no way John, we like it. Yeah. Go ahead. What's that, Bruce? No, it's cool, John. We like we like the old old stuff better. Yeah, yeah. Like like be like uh we got pine like we got pizza with pineapple on it. What do you think of that, Johnny? Pineapple, yeah. what is this, China? <laughs> he would yeah, he would think it was like a, a a communist plot. I don't like this commie pizza. Well look, he to be fair, he did serve and had every right to talk like that. He did. He did. He was in the Marines for, uh, I think, a solid eight years. He re-upped. <laughs> he re-upped. He did re-up his tour of duty more than once, and he walked he the did. walk. He re-upped. After, yeah, he, he, he re-upped, I think, after Road to Ruin. That's why they didn't tour that much for, for about two months. Yeah. And I, I just think he really, he walked the walk, and uh, yeah, so he has every right to to be a weird hawk about everything yeah well i mean he he was a star and you know Tom, i gotta say it to you i just i want you to be prepared for what's coming your way since you're becoming a a a, a big star and okay. i i only wish D- dylan or david bowie or mark farner would have taken me aside and told me what i was in for mm-hmm. mark farner uh, yeah. from three dog night I just want to, I just want to pause for a second and let you think about what you just said. From Grand Funk Railroad. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I apologize, um, Bruce. I really, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking on that one. I, I don't either. I don't either. Um, but listen, you, you know, you're gonna find out that people start treating you differently, and I'm I'm sure you've already started experience. You know, at every time you you walk into Baja Fresh or Vons or the Hustler Superstore, you know, people give you their carts and they they give you free samples of everything, right? Yeah, all those free samples I get at the Hustler Superstore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the other things is that. You know, when you're an FP, you can say things that, had they been said by non-FPs, uh-huh. they'd be met with absolute stony dead silence. And yet, if you say it, you get a wave of hysterical laughter like it's the funniest thing they've ever heard. It's quite horrifying when you think about it. Just people laughing. And do you know that they don't mean it, Bruce? Yep. Eventually you do. That's that's kind of the curse of it. At first you're into it. It's like, Oh my God, I'm getting approval. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, I know that's not that funny. All right. I know that's not funny at all. And yet they're still cackling. Like you'll say things that, you know, will you, will you say things that are deliberately not funny? Or I'll just say something that's an, that's an observation, but I'll say it in such a way that it's like, Oh, it's kind of, it's kind of like funny the way I say it. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, oh my god! I got a flat tire. Uh huh. And then people like, like you said that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Bruce. Well, that's 
so you're giving me a be- you're giving me a heads up about this stuff. I'm I'm all ears. Please tell mm-hmm. me more. Okay, well, when you're an SP, you can pretty much convince anyone of anything. And as an example, I once convinced a cop who pulled me over for speeding that he was the one who was speeding, and I even made him write himself a ticket. Really? I did, yeah. And then I made him start beating himself with his billy club. <laughs> uh-huh. And and yeah, he was just yeah. he just went along so, with all this. He he did, he did. You know, I'm not proud of this, but I used to make people hit themselves when I first started to get famous. Okay. Like like yeah, and then I realized well then I realized how wrong it was when I met Charlton Heston and he made me hit myself and it didn't feel good. So it was a matter of that he outranked you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Well that's 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 a, that's a interesting interesting development. Yeah. Well, you know, I I just basically I don't want this to all I don't want you to let it all go to your head and I want you to do what I do every morning, okay? And that is get down on your hands and knees, look right into that full-length dog mirror and say I may be an FP, but I'm not a BFD. Um, we all know what a BFD is, right? Sure, yeah. Say that again. I, I might... You know, that, I may be an FP, I may but be, I'm not okay. a BFD. I may be an FP, but I'm not a BFD. Yes. Okay. And you say that? Do you, that, you still do absolutely. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I still do it. That said, I will use my fame for free cupcakes because they're so nummy. For free cupcakes? Yes. How do you get a free cup? What do you walk in and to a bakery? How are you doing? Yeah, I'll walk, I'll walk, well, I'll walk in and, and I, you know, I'll, I'll be very indiscreet, but then I'll, I'll start, you know, going, got a wife and kids in Baltimore, Jack. And everyone just kind of looks up, and they're like, "Okay." Uh-huh. And I go, "Oh, I'm sorry. I just uh, I got a big tour coming up, and I'm you know, I'm trying to remember, trying not to use the teleprompter on this tour. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. always trying to refresh my memory, you know. And then it's like the, the cupcake floodgate opens. The cupcake floodgate opens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which almost sounds like a guided by voice. I, uh, Bruce, uh, you beat me. I was. It was a race to see who said that first. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Going hey, on um, my journey. Got a cupcake floodgate. Oh. You just wrote it. I did. We got to get uh, Bobby on the phone. We do. We do. Hey, you, you know, um, speaking of fireworks, um, we did do fireworks this this year and uh, had a pretty good time. The neighbors came over. We cooked hamburgers. And we ate cold slaw. Uh, it, it was a pretty fun time. Wow, you had hamburgers and cold sl- cold slaw. We did, yes. It was the coldest, too, the coldest in the neighborhood. Um, you know, we had another kind of fun layer to this fourth. Yeah. What was uh, that? Um, Patty hired, and I can't believe I'm saying this, a Bruce Springsteen themed stand up comedian. Really? That's I didn't know that that there yeah. was anybody doing that. I didn't either. He only does jokes about me, and apparently he's been doing it for years. 
And he calls his act Born to Laugh with Burl Schwarzenegger. So, okay, Burl Schwarzenegger, okay. Yeah. Now, Tom, let me say something. You, you're talking to a guy with, when you think about it, one of the least showbiz names of all time. But I think, you know, as time goes by, people just get used to the person's name and it doesn't mean anything anymore. Bruce Springsteen, Paul yeah. McCartney. You know, these are, these are kind of weird names. Yes. You know, it's, they're not, they're not like these naturally amazing names that are perfect for fame. You know, like, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Sigourney Weaver, Nick Cave, or Andrew Desmukes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that just the, they just light up when when you hear them. Yeah, they're called marquee ready names. Sure. So you you um you you ha- you understand that the name Bruce Springsteen, in and of itself, if, if the first time you hear it, you're like, "What's his name?" But then with time and familiarity, then you kind of get you the acceptance rolls and you don't even hear it anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like the edge. I mean, what a weird name to be born with. You know, yeah. like we just think we don't, we don't think of it anymore. I mean, that's not his birth name. I'm pretty sure. No, his last name is edge. That's, that's a family name over there. So you're saying his first name is the. Yeah. Oh, Bruce, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. No, his full, his full name is the Ewan Edge. This is well. This is news to me. I thought, I thought he had a different name. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll. I look. You're in the industry. I'm not. So. No, you know, I, I, I gotta say, conversely, I. I I was really bummed in, I guess it was the aughts, early aughts, whenever it was, when all these new male music stars had these names that were straight out of Elvis movies, mm-hmm. like uh, like Rob Thomas, Stephen Jenkins, yeah. Scott Stapp. I, I, think, I think Elvis was actually, he actually played a character named Fred Durst, who was a garbage collector in a musical called uh, One Man's Trash. Do you remember that? I don't know that one. I've never seen. There's a lot of the later Elvis movies that I never saw. Yeah. It's like one man's trash is another man's fortune. Wow. Okay. I got to check that one out. Anyway, I, I brought that up just because I think Burl should come up with another name that has more of a, you know, more that pops more. But I got to say, I love his act. And. Uh-huh. That's the thing, you know, when you get to this level, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. And that's why, you know, Gene Simmons, Kanye West, Wayne Coynes, Van Morrison, they're all such fun hangs. Yeah, they really just seem like they love to laugh at themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Hey, do you want to hear one of his jokes? One of his Bruce jokes? Oh, yeah, please. I would love to hear it. It's kind of funny. Um, all right, it, it was something like, I'm not saying Bruce is long-winded when he talks about his songwriting process, but by the time he was done answering my question about the promised land, my beard was as gray as the cover of Joy Division's best of album, Substance. 
Well, oh, that's a good. That's a great joke. Well, nobody really got it at, at, the, at my fourth. I, I think it would have gone over well at one of Todd Todd Aphonic's, uh, you know, shindigs. Sure, that there would be a little bit of awareness of the band Joy Division. Yeah, yeah. But then after we did that, we um, oh man, we had a blast. We played Lillehammer trivia for hours, and man, I thought I was a Lillehead, but several of the neighborhood kids. They're like walking Lily Wickies. Lillehammer, the show that that your bandmate, uh, Little Steven, did. Yes, yeah. I, I didn't know that there were um, there was such a fan community around it of, with young people. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes to Lilicon every year too. Okay, didn't know that that existed That's either. Cool. Yeah, let's people touch his wig. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so bummed. Why? What's wrong, Bruce? I don't know what to get my dog for his birthday. Oh, I know what that's like. You, but, yeah, it's but, like... Go ahead. It's like, what do you get... What do you get Bruce Springsteen's dog? I mean, he eats better than the, the Grand Sultan of Rondonistan. Yeah, your dog, like what? What does your dog eat uh, uh, regularly? Hey, before I get into that, I I gotta come clean. I made up both that country and the and the, the office of its leader. The Rondonistan, you made up yeah. that as a country. <laughs> I did. That's a hobby of mine. I make up countries and then I make up uh, the office of its of its um, head executive. Okay. And if so, if there was a Rondonistan, it would be yeah. led by a Grand Sultan. Yeah, yeah, and and the same thing with like uh, East Latvania, uh, the Grand Premier, of course, the leader of there. Uh, the illustrious Supreme Potentate is is the ruler of Upper Narambia. Uh huh. So just a, just two off the top of my head. So just something I like to do, you know, when I'm on stage. While the other guys are soloing. Yeah. You just start thinking them up. That's pretty much what I'm thinking the entire time I'm on stage. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. It's a look behind the curtain. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, but, but I, I do love our dog Enver. I sure do. What is your dog's name? Enver. It's a weird name, right? E N V E R. Yeah. It's a very interesting name. What, what does it mean? Well, when we got, well, we got the dog in 2016, and um, at that at the time we got it, Patty and I were really into this um, ABC dramatic thriller show called Agent Carter. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and the act the, the actor who played Daniel, who's one of the main characters, he was named Enver Jokage. So we just named. Uh, Named him that, and I have to admit, it's a terrible name for a dog, and I can tell that the dog hates it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he rolls his eyes when I I call out to it. Yeah, well, you know, I, Bruce, I I don't know how to navigate that. I don't know what to tell you. Same. Same. To this day, Stephen won't call him Enver. Okay. What does he call him? What's he call him? All the names of the young rascals. He calls them Felix, Eddie, Gene, 
Dino, David, mm-hmm. Robert, Danny. Sometimes he says them all at once. It's really weird. Like he calls the dog just a bunch of names? Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, that's that's very odd. It is, it is. He says we pamper the dog too much, and we probably do. Like, how are you specifically pampering? Well, Ember lives in, in the big house, and we live in the dog house. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, he, he lives in the house that, you know, that... I used to live in, and Patty and the, and the kids used to live in, but it's, it's his house now. And we live in a, in his doghouse, which is a, it's a decent-sized ranch house. Like, it's a real house. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, Steve McQueen bouncing a baseball against a prison cell wall. So, yeah. Well, oh, wait, hey, but... speaking of fun facts, fun fact I just remembered. I was watching The Great Escape with the, the DP's commentary. Yeah. And he said he was almost certain it was the first time Steve McQueen had ever held a baseball. When he shot that scene in throwing the yeah, ball against the wall. the wall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Despite his thick gray sweatshirt, he was not a jock like we are, Tom. Well, I mean, um, as far as for me, that's. Um, I, I don't know if I'd call myself a jock. Oh. But. You know, you should come over to my place. I just had the tetherball court high glossed. High gloss. So, so it's so the the court is slippery. No, it's real. It's real shiny. Hey, what's your handicap? Mine's negative twenty six. I don't know if I have a tetherball handicap. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta say, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with mine, considering I I tore my rotating cuff earlier in the year. Wait, what did you what did you tear? I, I tore my rotating cuff. It rotate. I think it's rotator cuff. Well, whatever it is, the doctor says it's pretty cotton dry. The cuff is torn, and I need to really take it easy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if the doctor's that specific about it, then you should listen. You know, that's that's there's a reason why. If that's cotton dry, then that's what it is. No ifs, ands, or buts. No, no, that's that's the doctors doing the talking. You should you should listen, Bruce. It sounds pretty cotton dry. Yeah, he said that you know a lot of times guitar playing at my age, you know, goes hand in hand with that kind of injury. Hmm. With what? What do you mean? The rotator cuff? Yeah, yeah. He said like that. That kind of you know the kind of you know, intense strumming I do, that goes hand in hand with, uh, you know, with, with that kind of tearing of the cuff. Sure. Um, now that, yeah. that, well, I, I hope that heals soon. Thank, thank you. Hey, remember once I, I, I told you I found a tape of songs that I wrote that I never released? I think I told you once. Um, I think it's, it's happened a couple times, but um, yeah, I'm curious about this. Wait, don't tell me you found another tape. Wait, are you in my mind? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm, I just, I'm just, I had a feeling the way you brought it up. Yeah, I did, I did find, I did find one. Okay, what, um, what, 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 what is it? What's on this tape? Well, back in the 80s and 90s, film studios were asking FP songwriters to write songs for what they hoped would be 
massive hit, like mammon moments in, in, in their films, like their blockbuster films, like a, a crucial scene. So like they felt if the audience heard one of its favorite singers voices at that moment, it would make the scene even more iconic. Okay. So this tape contains these songs that I wrote in, in hopes that they'd make, make it, it, it into these films. Mm-hmm. So one of them was like, um, uh, remember Sharon Stallone's infamous basic instinct interrogation scene? The Sharon Stone scene? From Ooh. basic... In- Sharon Stone. Yeah, of course I remember that scene. No, it's Sharon Stallone. She's, she's Frank's sister. Frank Stallone's sister would also be Sylvester Stallone's sister. No, they're not related as far as I know. Oh, uh, Bruce, I'm pretty sure Frank and Sylvester Stallone are brothers. Shit. Okay. All right. Well, take it easy. Um, so please don't make me sing any of this song, please. Bruce, in the service of music, I need to ask you to do it. It pain, I, it's, Bruce, it's the last thing I want to do is to ask you to, to, to repeat this stuff. But I'm a music yeah, historian. Do it, do it. I'm a music historian, right. Bruce. And this okay. is music history. All right. Okay, all right. It was something like, oh, my God, she's going to show it. Newman's losing his mind. Oh, my God, she's going to show it, but everything's going to be fine. It really, it, it wasn't my best stuff. But what what would that have been for, Bruce? For that scene. Wait, say it again. Oh my God. He's gonna show it. Newman's losing his mind. Remember Wayne Knight is is interrogating her. I guess. Oh well, that. Wow. Okay, I wasn't. You. Okay. Yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't have used a, a character's name from a whole uh, un- unrelated TV show. It's why I right? got thrown, Bruce. I just, you were mentioning yeah, Newman, yeah. and then I wasn't, I literally was not sure what you were talking about for a second. I guess I, it went over the suit's heads, I guess. I guess that one might have gotten away from you. Yeah. Remember in, in Pulp Fiction where Jules and Vincent opened that briefcase that's in the trunk? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, I wrote a song for that scene. Okay, what what is what is that song? I'd really rather not. Oh, please, Bruce, please. Okay. Oh my God, what's in the case? Is it gold? Is it a soul? Or is it something else? I couldn't think of anything else, and I actually said, is it something else? I think that's what kept me from getting it. Yeah, that's a that's uh it's a little vague in the wrong spot. Right, right, right. But I, I, I was lucky. Quentin did use two of the lines that I submitted along with the song. What were they? Well, you know, I I, I got this the uh, scene sides for that 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 uh, that one, and also where they go into the the apartment, and it got me thinking of some funny things that. Jules might say to the uh, 
you know, the, those kids who took the suitcase, took the briefcase, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and two of the lines got in. One was, hey, hey, flock of seagulls, which I thought was funny. Yeah, that's, that's great. And the other was, um, check out the big brain on Brad. Wow, that was you. Use both of them, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. A, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, and I I also did a song for that very intense scene at the end of the movie Seven. Uh huh. What was that? This one I'm proud of. How does it go? Oh my God! What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> Ed. Well, uh, yeah, okay. That's um I noticed they all seem to start with oh my god. Well, I thought that could be my my hook. Like you knew I was I was writing the song if 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 it began with oh my god. Like a panicked oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then a question. Yeah. But, exactly, yeah. Oh, but man, the most embarrassing one I submitted, it's on this tape. Uh-huh. Oh, what, man, it what? was for that incre- incredible scene at the end of There Will Be Blood. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what was the, what was your, what was your uh, submission? Well, it's where Daniel tells, you know, of course tells Eli that he's going to, he will drink his milkshake. Mm-hmm. Well, I was really lazy. And Tom, I, I never read the script that they sent me. So basically John Landau told me about the scene and honestly I was playing with my Game Boy and I wasn't really paying attention and all I heard were the words blood and milkshake. Uh-huh. So I thought this was gonna be, you know, one of those Trenel Strauss teen slasher flicks that takes place in a Burger King. Sure, sure. Why wouldn't you? Um, please don't make me sing even just one line. Bruce, again, I, I am I am a music historian, Bruce, and I need to hear this. It's it's oh, it's please. out of my control. No. All right. Well, the song is called "Do You Want Death with That." Uh huh. And um, it it, it all right. It's something like um, he was the star of the football team. He was living the American dream. Until early one morning at the Burger King. Oh my God, they found his head in the deep fryer. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I, I snuck it in again. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was secretly hoping the song wouldn't make it into the film, which thank God it didn't, because the more I listened to it, the more I realized how much it sounded like No Trends iconic 1983 song, Teen Love. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to get... um. Yeah, you wouldn't you would you wouldn't want to get kind of dinged for for lifting uh, anything like that. The last the last thing I needed back then was the law team representing No Trend Records going after me, right? No, that would have uh, you would have been on the wrong side of that. Uh, that's that uh, <laughs> verdict. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I'll tell you, the, the, the one I was certain was going to become one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic scenes in film history, didn't hit at all for some reason. It's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. What was that? It's the scene in the 2007 Kevin Costner film, Mr. Brooks, where Mr. Brooks realizes his daughter Jane has inherited bloodlust. 
Yeah, yeah. That she she was also uh, a serial killer. Yes, it probably has one of my best lines. I mean, it's, it's as good as anything on Thunder Road or, uh, you know, Rosalita or The Streets of Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, yeah. Please, please indulge us, Bruce. All right, well, the line in question is, Oh, my God, I didn't see this coming. His daughter's got the compulsion to... Compulsion. Pronouncing it that way is a little tip to uh, when Barney Fife calls it the compulsion instead of a compulsion on an episode of uh, of uh, maybe RFD. Sure. No, and I, I, that's one of my favorite things about you, Bruce, is that you're there's a playfulness in your your lyrics. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I I feel like I, I've got that. I I, I know. Uh, oh, I think all the best songwriters have that. Paul McCartney, Kevin Allen. Yeah, they they all do. It's just kind of like a lyrical whimsy. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Tom. What's that, Bruce? You're going to S yourself when you hear this, but I found yet another tape earlier today. Okay. What What's on the tape? Well, it, it's got a bunch of random things on it, but the most embarrassing songs, oh my God. Please don't make Bruce. me tell you what is on this tape please i won't do it i will not my sense of obligation makes it so my personal feelings about this do not factor into my behavior do you you understand damn it i do i do yeah well that's Uh, that's, that is where i'm at on it so all right well years back when emo was really popping you know, there there were groups like Sum Forty One, Blink One Eighty Two, and I saw what Sarah said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I I I wrote some songs, you know, in that wheelhouse. Oh my God! Please no. Uh, I go, please, Bruce. Just. All right, all right. Well, one of the songs it went. Um, I told you that I will die if you ever go away. And you told me that I should be the one who goes away. And I cried for a solid month. That's basically how, how that went. Oh, that that was just a hit that you left on the on the table, Bruce. I think I think you're right. And I, I've been I've been thinking about calling up Mike Mike Dirt. That like, uh, yeah. That could have been the way you wrote Hungry Heart, the song you that you mention when you go to the bakery. Um, yeah, you wrote that for the Ramones. That could have been a song that you wrote for one of those other groups. Like that could have been some forty one could have been your new Ramones. Well, now I'm feeling bad about the, these other kind of bits of songs that that I never submitted. Um, they're also on this tape. Can I tell you about those? Yeah, please. Well, you know, when, when Seattle was really starting to explode, and I'm not talking about the farts or Soldier or, or uh, Mr. Epp and the calculations. I'm talking about Pearl Jam, you know, Alice in Chains, um, you know, Nirvana, that, that stuff. But the really kind of 
halftime growly vocals, you know. I, I, I tried to write some songs like that. Uh-huh. I, I just couldn't really come up with good lyrics. So, like, I'm just looking at this tape case here. Um, one song is like, uh, is, uh, I said here on Shusero. And then there was another song that was, She says yeah. And then there was another one that went, He says yeah. Then there was another one that was like, he says, yeah, I know. And then there was uh-huh. another one that was like, oh, yeah. And then there was like another one that was like, oh, yeah, I know. But uh, I couldn't really come up with much more than that. <laughs> that might have been a kernel they could just make something out of, right? I think there's a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. There's oh, something for well, somebody could run with. Yeah. I, th- I think so, but. You know, weird, wild stuff. Remember that? I do. Johnny Carson. Yep. Live from Burbank. Hey, speaking of, I am going to be out in Lipstick City when you're doing your telethon. Really? I Yeah. Maybe I'll pop by. Who knows? Who Look, if you're around, please come by, Bruce. Okay, yeah. Yeah? yeah. yeah it could be. Oh, no. Wait, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh dear! Oh my God! Well, oh no, Tom. What? What? What is it, Bruce? Well, I guess what they say about the best show being the preferred podcast of New Jersey's heretofore most lovable, but now most incensed canines is true. Why? Why? Well, well, Enver must have been listening to to our conversation. Which is very upsetting because I told him I don't like him listening to, and I mean no offense by this, the trashier podcasts. Oh, no offense taken. No offense taken, Bruce. Okay. Good, good. Well, anyway, he's circling the ranch-style doghouse that I've been living in very slowly, very methodically, as if to instill me with you know, flagrant fear. It's, it's very... I, I'm, I have a real vibe where I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm reminded of what I think we both agree is the third best line in film history, right behind Brian Doyle Murray's iconic, we like to send out a mailer line from uh, Vacation, and also, of course, uh, Dee Dee Ramone's scene-stealing line from Roswell High School, hey, pizza, it's great, let's get in. Yeah. Yeah, that's... The line, a- of course, I'm, I'm talk, talking about is... Uh, Dee Wallace's impassioned, heartbreaking words to her beloved canine companion, Cujo, your Ye- rabbit. Mm-hmm. And what? Look, I know the line, but what is the line? Cujo, your rabbit. Mm-hmm. You don't think that's the greatest line ever in film? Well, it's that, I, I, I might not rank that one as highly as you do. Well, top seven for sure. Okay, that that's all, that might not be in my top seven. Ah oh, well, all right. Well, uh, might be it for me. I don't know. Thankfully, I do have one of those um, really you know thick things that you wear to to have a hawk land on your arm. You know, ever seen those things? Those gloves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have a whole suit made of those. Okay. So I might just go out here and you know. Take my chances. I know you. I know you've got uh, you have a special guest coming on. Uh, he was. I, I loved him in that show. 
very it was this one show it's the only show i've ever seen about stand-up comedy uh-huh yeah Wh- which one was that what it's called i, I can't well it's, it's the it's the one about stand-up comedy oh okay it's only been one right yeah yeah i think so I, i'm not even up to speed anyway, on that like one it. bruce oh yeah well he he played like a uh, an agent or, or a book writer. Very funny performance. I, 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 I am a fan. And uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna eat or be eaten right now by this dog, all right? So maybe I'll see you out there in uh, Weirdo Wood or not. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, okay. Yeah. Good night. Fingers crossed. I hope so. Thank you. Yes. Have a great night. You too, Bruce. May you be well and have, uh, have, a, have a great rest of the evening. You too. You, you as well. You as well. Take care. You take care as well. All right. Um, adios. <laughs> adios to you as well. Okay. Uh, namaste. And namaste to you as well. Oh, no! Wait, what was that? Oh, Bruce, are you okay? Oh, he's gone. Well, wow. Goes down... Uh, Goes down, uh, how it goes down, huh? Let's uh, play a record, and then we will be back with Zach Cherry, our esteemed guest on The Best Show. See how I do that? Rhymes, everybody, rhymes. Here is Wand. Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome back to the best show. It's here on a Tuesday night in July. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's episode. And my friends, we have been alerted. To a situation which I will tell you about in a moment. But first I want to tell you. We just heard from Wand. The song Walkie Talkie from their album. Laughing Matter which came out. <clears throat> a couple of years ago on Drag City. Man Wand. That is a good band. And say this about Wand. I saw them live. I went to. Uh, I drove out to Pappy and Harriet's. Out in Pioneer Town, which is a couple hours outside Los Angeles. It's in the middle of nowhere. Cowboy country. And I saw them play Pappy and Harriet's. And holy moly. I'll say this about Wand. They're great. They got some amazing songs. But there was one point where they start spreading out, man. And they start jamming out. And this ain't no jam. This ain't no wet noodle, hippy dippy uh, uh, drum space uh, malarkey. 
they're spreading out. They got textures going. They got this thing going. And I was out of my mind with how good they were stretching out. And when a band can stretch out and has the songs, well, guess what? That's what you call an amazing band. And they are an amazing band. And I also saw them open for OCs um, at a fun little venue called the Viper Room. It's a fun little place. You should check it out sometime. They played as a, uh, in a, a, a ZZ Top cover band and they were um they had those easy top songs down hard i'm telling you they did a version of my favorite zz top song who here can name my favorite zz top song mike pat dudio andrew who can name it i got it push no sharp dressed man no. Pat. Pat left. I'm just going to assume that he uh, he would have said legs. I would assume that also. Sharp dressed man. Really? You like the car. I do like the car. Andrew, any guesses? Andrew. LaGrange, perhaps? Andrew, this is sickening. Mike's been on the show for 31 years, and Andrew came (laughs) That's my second choice. No, that's not it, though. That's not it. He's closer. He's closer. Come on. Come on. Did anybody say cheap sunglasses? They did that one, which was amazing. Pearl necklace. No, it's this one. Do you know that song? It's Sharp Dress Man. Jesus went to Chicago? No, it's not Jesus just left Chicago. <laughs> Jesus went to Chicago. No. Do you know the song, Mike? Well, it sounds familiar. I, I, I'm not a, a ZZ head. Well, get ready, because this is going to melt your freaking brain. Jesus got paid today. Got me a pocket full of... Right? You know this just got paid, Mike? Yeah, it's on the early records. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, like I said, I'm not uh, fully versed. Okay. Yeah. Well, this band, Wand, did a ZZ Top tribute called three z top and because there was three guys with beards uh they were so good they were tight as all get out i loved it and i'm hoping to get wand in the studio sometime best show studio they can play a set wouldn't that be fun get them in maybe duty will be shouting out sharp dressed man every song yeah I'll get the keychain, do the finger movement. You know what I'll, you know, and you know what I'll do. 
Lock me I'll out have, of the I'll, I'll, studio. I'll have you rootied. I'll have you rooted. Because <laughs> I saw this video. Rudy Giuliani, a great man. I saw a video where he was just out and about at a grocery store on Staten Island. And this hoodlum came up behind him and thrashed him within an inch of his life. I'm amazed. We're fortunate for him to still be with us. The way this guy, this guy said, what's up, scumbag? And then he hauled off, threw him into a shelf filled with two liter bottles of soda. Not even the good stuff, the grocery store stuff. And this cheap orange soda fell on him. And that wasn't enough. Then the guy punched him a hundred times. And then pushed over a giant end cap. I mean, And I'm saying one of these big ones of Chips Ahoy cookies and Topo Chico bottles. And they crushed him within it. Then after a couple hours, he dug his way out and people were just... They saw a hand come out, and they're like, oh, Rudy's still with us. Thank Christ. And when I saw it, I said, thank Christ. And if anybody's seen this video, it's heartbreaking to see America's mayor completely getting whomped by this other guy. I think it might have been multiple guys. I'm not even sure. I was so nauseous, I was looking between my fingers. I was watching the video between my fingers, to be honest. Wand. And now, let's go over to Zoom, because I'm being told. Famous person on the line. Famous person on the line. Here we go! go! Over on the best show, famous person line, I'm being told we have... A full-blown, true blue, famous person. Is that true? Um, I, I don't know. Who is this now? Please, announce yourself if you wouldn't mind. Hello, hi, this is Zach Cherry. This is a famous person. Famous person on the line. You're a famous, famous person. person it's a, Here we go! Just own Zach. Because Zach... Let me just tell you this. Usually when it comes to guests on the best show, I can't believe I you'd think I I would think these people went to either uh some sort of so, some sort of old folks home for celebrities, like one of these like actors uh retirement communities or they went to the Oakwood and they knocked on some doors. Or they went to like an autograph signing out by the airport <laughs> and just maybe put like a $5 bill on a fishing string and <laughs> see who from the autograph row comes and chases after. Oh, it's, uh, you know, Danny Bonaducci. And, and look, Zach is a sidebar. Did I go see Steve Martin and Martin Short at the Hollywood Bowl la- uh, last night? Yes, I did. Did I see Corey Feldman there? Yes, I did. Was he stuck waiting till the Philharmonic there stops playing so he could take his seat? Yes, that's what he was doing. Was he happy about it? No, he was not. He was on the phone 
pacing around back and forth. You'd think you'd think he was waiting for for to find out whether he, the baby was born the way he was. Pacing was he on back. the phone trying to get to his? Was he trying to be allowed to get to his seat faster? No, he's a businessman. That's one thing you have to realize, Zach. He's and maybe this you could take. You might be able to take a page from Corey Feldman's playbook. The deals don't stop on the 4th of July. Yeah. You go see Steve Martin and Martin Short live. You, If the deals are still coming in, you get on the blower and you start pacing back and forth. And also, I just want to say about the Hollywood Bowl. First of all, Hollywood Bowl, I've never been there before. It was amazing. I, I understand all the appeal of the Hollywood Bowl now. I get it. It's a beautiful place. But there was all this, like... Everybody, we want to play a song now, a patriotic song. And everybody in this place was like, I never saw on the 4th of July a crowd be less interested in the words America, patriotic, and the idea like, you know, we're going to honor the armed forces right now. And just please realize that, uh, that, that, that for us to be able to enjoy the freedoms today, it is because of what they have done and people were just like who cares we hate it here we hate the we, they shouldn't have protected this country so this is their fault that this place is still a country what did they what song did they play some old classical crap i don't even know what that stuff is Half of it sounds like it's from a Looney Tunes thing, and the other half sounds like it's from uh, a parade. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. But what I do know is, and watch this segue, I do know that we have an actual famous person on the line. You know him from Severance. You know him from Spider-Man. He didn't play Spider-Man, so I just want to put that out there as a caveat. Um, you know him from Shang-Chi. Is that what other people know you from? Yeah, that's that's on there. Okay. Would it be, and this is Zach Cherry. Zach, thanks for coming on the show. This is truly exciting. Yeah, hi. How are you tonight? I'm great. And And where are you now? I'm in Brooklyn. Okay. I've heard good things. Yeah. <laughs> um it's yes. pretty good it's pretty good you're in brooklyn you are now living the life because everybody watched severance it's the best thank you i'm not all the way through it i can't <laughs> okay no I, but i'm taking my time with it this is the thing this is not, you watch this show, this is not like watching Impractical Jokers where it's a breeze and you go, oh, I'll watch six of them in a row while I uh, while I stuff envelopes. That's true. No, it's, a, it's an all-encompassing thing. And I, when things like that come along, I want to tr- watch them with to the degree that they deserve to be respected. It's, it's a put your phone down kind of show. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And- where did uh, Severance shot all on the East Coast, right? It was all New York and some New Jersey? Yeah. I, my, I mostly was just in the Bronx. Okay. At, at, we were at a stage there. Okay, so you shot in the Bronx. You did not shoot 
because I'm from New Jersey, Zach, and me too. Really, where where in New Jersey are you from? I'm, I'm from Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton makes the world takes. Yeah, you see that bridge every time you go down Route One. That's how you know someone's really from New Jersey. If, yeah, <laughs> if they know that, and you know they're from New Jersey when you can also. Um, wonder how many letters are out on that at any given time where it's like rento aches <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like which letters are out on trenton makes the world takes now it's one of the my favorite things about new jersey is is that and i went to i went to a little college called it was, at the time i went cuz i'm 99 years old it was called trenton state university yeah and while i was there they said oh let's change the name of this school because apparently the word trenton is not exactly uh people aren't running here in droves because trenton was in it so they did a kind of little crypto offensive move i find yeah in my in my house we we continued to call it uh trenton state I there was no college no updating of the nomenclature. No, I would never call it anything other than Trenton State. Because that's where I went, and that's what it is, and that's what it shall forever be. Trenton State University, it took me seven years to do two years of school there. Which is a testament. That's about the pace this is the, of the severance. <laughs> yeah, well, you got me. Fair enough. I... Don't consume things the way other people do where I'm kind of like, but the thing is, like when it comes to eating, I'm like a fast eater. I eat like, like <laughs> you think I was like a dog the way I'm like, rah, 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 rah. what, you guys aren't done yet? But then like a TV show, I'm just like, I'm still on episode four. I'm taking my time with it. So know. are you not, are you not, uh nervous about spoilers is that not really not with necessarily severance but in general when you're consuming a show at that at that pace Um, that's a fair point and uh what i do is i avoid anything if i see the word severance i don't look past it Mm. if i see uh a a a still of 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 you or John Tuturo, I blur uh-huh. my eyes. Okay. <laughs> and that's literally how I get through these things, Zach. I blur my eyes and look away and and click away. If it works, it works. And it's been working so far because I don't know what's going to happen on Severance. Now I know it's going to happen. Somebody's going to go, and they're going to yell out what happened. They're going to take this away from me, Zach, now. Yeah, but then you can always just assume that they were making it up. You can tell yourself that that won't happen. Mm-hmm. And then you can still, you know, leave a little mystery for yourself. Yeah, that's, that's fair. And I, I look, am I innocent of this? Um, no, I would often, but I would print, I would joke around and go on and tell people, uh, I remember when like the, 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 uh, star Wars, I think it might've been like episode seven, or something and people were like and I went on like six months before on Twitter and I was just like yeah I saw episode seven um and then people would be like no spoilers no spoilers just like 
Yeah, no spoilers too, but it's pretty. It's a pretty sad thing when R two D two dies, <laughs> and then they're like, "No, you said no spoilers." I'm like, yeah, and I did that a bunch, and I did that for Knives Out two. Uh, when it was announced, I said it's very We're still ex- quite a ways away from. That. <laughs> it's not, but I said I saw it, and I I said that it was amazing because so and so kills the person. It was an amazing reveal. And people are like, thanks for ruining the movie. It's not even out yet. So it's look, I get what I I if I get it back, I kind of karmically courted it. So sure. It would it's be all part fun. of the it's all part of the game. It's the dance. <laughs> it's a part of the it's a part of the dance of being a low level jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Is that fair? Now because I, but being from New Jersey, I worked in Summit, New Jersey, for a long time, and I would always drive through Murray Hill and New Providence, and I would go past the scariest looking building I've ever seen in my life, this horrifying Bell Labs complex that looked like it was blocks long, and I would literally say to myself. I can only imagine what's going on in the basement of that place. And then I think that's one of the exteriors for for the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the for the it's like the main exterior for the company for the Lumen. Yeah. It's the most troubling looking building that actually exists. And again, just imagine what some maniacs are coming up with in the bowels of that place over the years. God help us all for what <laughs> bad things have come out of that building. Yeah, I haven't I haven't got I haven't gotten to go there. So well, you'll I'll have go. to save it for a field trip. You'll go now and it'll be like a uh it'll be like a a, a celebrity appearance. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go incognito. Yeah. Oh, you think they might not? They might not love you showing up. And do you feel that 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 place took a took a took it on the nose? By being I know I've been the there. Show? All right. I'm sure they. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's there anymore. So yeah, I don't know if they want people showing up or if they want people staying away. I don't know. I would. I you couldn't pay me to go inside that place. Um. It's weird the things that some places are proud of. One time I went to, I was in, I, I was going to Boston to to do a, an interview with a one of the Celtics for when I wrote for basketball magazines a million years ago, and their practice court was outside of Boston, and I showed up. I got, I drove up from New Jersey, left it, you know, one of those classic. Oh, I go leave at four in the morning, and I'll get like. But I got there way too early, and there was like a community college. I was like, I'll just go sit in their library for a couple hours while I wait for the, to get closer to this the 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 time I'm supposed to be at the the practice. And they had a giant banner hanging on this school. It says, "Like this school featured in Goodwill Hunting, like pr- most proud banner you've ever seen." This is like their crowning achievement. And then I went home and looked it up. It was the school that was like 
the bad school when Robin Williams was like washed up and teaching at an awful school. That was the school. Maybe they 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 commissioned that banner in between the time it was shot and it came out. <laughs> they might, and they like, didn't they didn't know what what was being shot yeah. there. They're like, hey, should we leave the banner up? Oh, cost eight hundred dollars. I think we got to leave it up. Yeah, I I don't know if anybody mistook that community college for Harvard <laughs> at any point. I guess that's what they're hoping for. Yeah. They're hoping that someone sees that banner yeah. and thinks it is the good school. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, this is the school with the uh, the Goodwill Hunting School, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you want to sign up? Like, they just want you to sign <laughs> yeah. up real fast, and then they'll tell you, oh, this isn't the good school with the smart people at it. This is the one where Robin Williams is in hell teaching here. <laughs> Now, Zach Cherry, you you are now an actor, capital A actor, but you started <laughs> off as an improviser. Is that is that where is that the beginning for you? Yeah, uh, yeah, and I I would say I'm still an improviser. Um, I you know I I like to 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 hold those two positions at the same time. Sure, like you can be a hyphenate. Yeah, I'm a hyphenate. Yeah, and but but what you came up through UCB? I did, yes. And who were who were your teachers when you started off? Who were who were who were your uh, instructors? Um, Will Hines. Oh. I had him a few times. The great Will. Aubrey back. Yes. Um, I don't know. It, that that era has become a mental blur. Um. That's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, Shannon O'Neill. Shannon who I O'Neill, still perform yes. with a lot. Yes. Um she'll tear you down to build you back up. <laughs> yeah. Like the Marines. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she's like that the That was uh, my Rocky era. Yeah. That was your What was that dude from Full Metal Jacket? I'm not saying that's what Shannon's like or any of these people are like. Look, I, I don't know. I didn't have the guts to do improv. I saw that and I was just like, look, I love watching it. I can't do this. I just couldn't. I just couldn't see myself doing it. And I mean, it's like, look, on the show, we got a uh, Dudio, Jason Dudio Gore. Yeah. Who. We came up at the same time. Yeah. And he's uh, he's always bragging that he's pals with uh, what's his face? Uh, Alan uh, Comover. Adam Conover. Adam Conover. <laughs> yeah. He was a teacher of mine as well. He was a sketch sketch teacher of mine. I call him Adam actually Conover. <laughs> yeah. Because uh-huh. he always said, actually, uh, uh, video games were meant for boys and girls when they started off. Uh-huh. And then the toy, he... uh, toy companies gendered them. Like, what else is this guy going to ruin? Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's kind of that's kind of his main thing. <laughs> I love I love putting you in a position where you're just like, 
I don't think I want to feel like trashing this guy right now. <laughs> You're like, is he looking for me to trash this guy or what? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not just, really weighing that in my mind okay. at all. I'm just teasing everybody. I'm teasing everybody, Zach. So what was it like? Because Severance was directed by Ben Stiller, and there was, look, ben, I Ben and and Eva McCardle directed it okay and so who, who who how did you get on their radar um i don't entirely know and i don't really ever ask any questions mm-hmm. um you know i i sent in a tape i you know i auditioned via tape um and then after that i came in and auditioned like four Ben and Dan, the creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ben had seen me, I think he'd seen me on Succession. Uh, maybe maybe some other stuff, but I don't entirely know. And I never really asked. Now, is that asking? I can say we're, because oh, I do a similar thing where I just put my head down because I assume there might be some, somebody's going to go, hey, wait a minute. We didn't want you here. Yeah. Like if I draw too much attention to myself. Like, like they thought I was the good school from from Goodwill <laughs> yes. Hunting. But you're like, wait a minute. I think this is the bad school. I think this is the other one. Wait, who hired this guy? No, I just yeah, I, I don't know why. I just kind of just I'm just like, all right, I'll just show up and and if someone has something they want to tell me, they're welcome to. But I I'm not a big like uh follow ups person. Yeah, you're not looking to you're not looking to pick at the scab, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, I know this is probably the most open-ended generic question. Like what was the experience like shooting the, the, the run of the series? Uh, it was great. It was, you know, it was like initially very kind of strange because it was right at the beginning, you know, we were supposed to start March, 2020, Mm-hmm. It's hard to even keep track. Then, you know, COVID shut everything down. And then we were off in, I don't know, many months. And then when we came back, it was still very, like, you know, strange to be around people again. And, like, everyone was in masks and shields. And we were getting tested all the time and all these kinds of things. And we would, like, rehearse in masks. And so it was a weird adjustment. But then, you know, once we got going it was fun and i really liked working with everyone and you know especially the 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 mdr crew mm-hmm. um sort of like the all the the employees who most of my scenes were with uh it was really fun working with all them so i it was great and it's so wild to for everything to feel so kind of like the open claustrophobia that the show kind of gives off it's like it's spacious and claustrophobic and were you all just did everybody have to go to their separate corners once a take was over yeah initially initially pretty much we would kind of go off either you know to our separate corners or as far apart as we could fit in in the room we were in you know um but then as the season went on and you know we were still shooting by the time people could start to get vaccinated and etc etc so slowly we were able to like be around each other a little bit more once we like knew more about 
how we could do that safely. But initially, yeah, it was very kind of isolating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's a but you could manage to have some some fun. Yeah, and especially, I mean, for for the actors, we were like the only ones who actually got to take our masks off and like experience yeah. uh, kind of semi-normal human interactions while we were shooting. So we got those brief little moments to like connect without any barriers, uh, whereas everyone else was fully, you know, masked up the whole time. So it was a little easier for us. Sure, that you get to at least feel somewhat human, Yeah, I guess. Now, you also, two Marvel movies on your resume. Two. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Shang-Chi. Now, what's it like to be, I've gotten cut out of two Marvel movies. You've been in two Marvel movies. I'm familiar. I've been in and out. And I'm going to tell you one thing, Zach. Here's the kicker. I was getting ready to do number Ant-Man. Ant-Man 1, cut out. Uh Out. Ant-Man 2, untold, uncuttable scene. Yeah. By the director himself. Uh-huh. And guess what? They, they found they, a way. They found a way. <laughs> I was impressed. Well, who knew? The uncuttable was actually very cuttable. Ant-Man 3 is about to go. And I haven't told anybody this yet. I got a scene in Ant-Man 3 ready to go. This one can't miss. You're in it early. Key scene. Just got to go to wardrobe. Okay, I'll go to wardrobe. I'll take this COVID test so I can go get wardrobe. Boing. Positive. Oh, no. I tested positive right before shooting my thing. I couldn't do it. And I was like, I can't believe this. I'm going to get this low-level goofball COVID that everybody was getting around that point where they're just like, I got, apparently I had COVID this week and I wouldn't know if I didn't get tested. And I'm like, I'm going to be at home with that version of COVID and I'm going to be missing shooting this. This is unbelievable. Fast forward two days. I think I'm dying. I got the bad COVID that lasted two weeks. I couldn't have gone there on my best day during that stretch. So apparently the fates don't want me in an Ant-Man movie. So can I ask where is it? Were you supposed to be the same character all three times or since you haven't been established? Is it are you doing new things each time or new, 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 new Ant-Man one? I was selling him a lottery ticket. Uh huh. Selling Paul Rudd a lottery ticket. It's yeah. The whole mon- the whole scene, the whole uh, montage that I was going to be a part of got cut out. Ant Man Two. Mm-hmm. I was a goon driving in a one of Walton Goggins' goons. Me and John Worcester were two goons uncuttable. driving around. uncuttable. Until turned out, yeah, we don't need to see in that truck. Who knew? Oh, so did they use they used some stuff that you were oh. there for? No, they I was not there. They had they had ninety nine percent of it shot already. 
I see. And then they're just like, we'll just shoot. We're going to shoot some inserts. We're going to shake the truck with you guys in it. Gotcha. And then the whole thing got cut. And then number three, different scene. Don't want to say what it is. Okay. I was I kill Ant Man. I was gonna kill Ant Man. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, oops. I did it again. Zach, yeah. I just did it again. The same thing I did for Star Wars and, yeah. and Knives Out. I just did again. This this is a pretty exciting one. I think people will be excited <laughs> to know about this. The the man who killed Ant Man. Especially because we also we know it was gonna be early in the movie. <laughs> early. Yes. It was it's a very short movie. I could say that. It's probably way too short for as early as he bites it in this one. Yeah. It's yeah. like, try, but this funeral of Ant-Man, first of all, it's the wake for Ant-Man. Right. You go to the wake. Then you, you do go. That in real time. So that's. Real time. The wasp is at the funeral home. She has to price mm-hmm. out caskets. A tiny little casket. It's not very expensive, but yeah. she still has to make choices. There's still choices to make. Um, then the funeral, then the 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 lunch after that everybody goes to at somebody's house, mm-hmm. and sits around eating food out of steam trays. So that's we're at like forty five fifty minutes now. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and then the other half. Well, partway through the the lunch at the house, somebody puts on Iron Man 1, and they just watch okay. a good portion of that. Okay. So, Ooh, Iron Man 1, what's this about? And the camera just pushes right in, and uh-huh. that's pretty much it. Um, that's cool. That how, Just the way they're using the multiverse, you know? It's like... It's next it's level. It's cool how they can do that stuff. Yeah, it really, it really is inventive and not... It's like the Rocky movies when I was saw like they were getting shorter and shorter. Like Rocky Four, I think it's like eighty three minutes long, uh-huh. and like one fifth of it is flashbacks from the other three Rocky movies. Yeah, that one is is particularly egregious. Yeah, it's like you know, because first of all, Stallone by that point is kind of just like. Yeah, I don't feel like playing this dummy from Philadelphia anymore. I think I just want to play a rich guy in Beverly Hills because <laughs> that's what I am. Let's shoot yeah. it at my house. Like he was Sandler before Sandler with those things where he's like, oh, I should go to Hawaii for this movie. And I'm just like, like, yeah, you notice he hasn't gone to space yet. When does Adam Sandler do a thing where they all go on one of those space ships it's probably in the works right now yeah if it isn't he should be he should be shooting one where he just like it'll be him and alan covert and Uh and and uh david spade on a space shuttle (laughs) so yeah so look you made it into two marvel movies well you know i it's funny i've i actually had almost the opposite experience in that I also, I made it into a third Marvel movie okay. that I didn't shoot anything for. Hold on. So you, you're just the guy. This is like a scenario. This is like if we were at the track and I'm the uh-huh. guy who's like, I go to the track every day and uh, the, the, 
the dirt's a little soft today, so that means uh, Lucky Stripes is going to run really well on this, and I'm going to bet on him. And then you're you're the person who goes to the track. You're just like that horse has the name. It's like that horse's name is Lightning, and I like Lightning. I'm picking that, and then that horse wins. Yeah. What is this third Marvel movie that so you in, didn't in even the, know you were in? In the in the newest Spider-Man <laughs> movie. Another, uh, you didn't know you were in it. The, the newest one, uh-huh. No Way Home, the yeah. multiverse one. There's a, there's a scene early on, uncuttable, oh. where Peter is like walking into his high school. And there's like a bunch of reporters out there being like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, comment on this thing. And then you hear a voice yell, do a flip. And it's my voice from the first Spider-Man, but it's just the exact same. Like, it's the same. They pulled the audio from the first one. So uh, really? it's a little, like, Easter eggy thing in there. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, look. So you so now are, like. sort of photo negative um, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. You now are like, you're just tri- tripping over these Marvel movies. <laughs> you're like, oops, I'm in another one. Wah, yeah. wah. Sorry. That is, that's insane. And did you see it knowing that was coming? Uh, I, I I had a, I had an inkling. Okay. You had an inkling that they pulled your, your dialogue <laughs> as a, I look, you're going to end up in this thing and be like, they use do a flip in five movies. They keep using it. Everybody seems to like it. Ooh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm already there, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's you now. You are. Look, I and I will say, you when you say uncuttable, it does cut. It cuts to the quick. Yeah, I'm when, sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Um, you know. I guess I didn't have to share that with you, but it felt oh no, it, it, uh, it felt relevant. It was the right thing to do. Am I wounded? Well, a little bit, but it was the right thing to do, Zach. So now you also, and I'm being, I am contractually obligated to mention the hawk, um, which yes. is the. So you also appear on the hawk. I'm in the hawk. Audiomatic universe. Okay. So you're in the MCU and the H. What it with the the H A U? H A U, yeah. Yeah. Oh god, there he is. I knew. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, it's like a door opens and I just walk through. Yeah. It's like Rumple Stillskin. Yeah, we uh a lot of people say <laughs> that uh Zach's the their favorite episode from season one. Uh-huh. So Yeah. Very good. And a lot of people also say that this week's Hawk was probably the most important podcast to come out on Monday. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that, sure. but I hear it a lot. I've heard no, that. No, I have I, heard that yeah. too. Well, yeah, the 41 greatest classic rock songs of all of all time about America. Great. Yeah. Um, Everybody's saying that. Like they said, if there's one podcast to listen to that came out this Monday, yeah, make sure it's 108.9. Sure, by all means, please. Let's uh, <laughs> let's run this further into the ground. Let's see how far we can. Oh, I can, oh, I can keep doing. No, this. no, no, no. Now it almost feels like a challenge. It does feel. It is a challenge. Now, don't take the challenge. Look, the hawk is our friend Jason Dudio Gore has his 
his series, The Hawk, which is now in season two. Yeah. And, and also season two? What's that yeah. mean? We waiting for the pickup? I mean, honestly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good news, everybody. We just got picked up for another season. <laughs> It'd be, like if I was just like, it'd be like if I was just like, hey, guys, I uh, got some exciting news. Yeah. The, the best show just got picked up. Uh, no, this is it. If I show up, it got picked up. If I stop showing up, it got canceled. <laughs> well, I guess we uh, didn't get picked up. Yeah. That's not here. Yeah. No, I guess best show got canceled. Zach. Where can people what what what's what 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 what's 2022 hold for a Zach Cherry? Um, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, I'll come back for season two of The Hawk. <sighs> we we haven't definitely really no definitely that's going to happen. That is going to happen. Tom's coming on too. He yeah, said he Tom, would. Tom said he would. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I love how I've fallen well, into exciting. this. I'm in this role of being the the butt of the joke on my own show. Oh, you're not the butt of the joke. Oh, no, no, no. Look, <laughs> I wasn't saying it like that. Like, no, I'm kidding. Tom, I'm, no. kidding. I'm kidding. Don't worry. It's a comedy show. It's a comedy show. Okay, good. Zach, what would a, uh, I know you have many characters you've done, and I want to ask you, uh, with this, uh, with the state of the world right now, what would diabetic man from high maintenance say about the the way the world is uh, shaping up? Um, I think he would. Uh, I don't know if he'd have a lot to say. You know, the the brief slice of his life that we saw, he wasn't very talkative. Okay. So you know, I didn't get to mm-hmm. explore a lot of different sides of him. Okay. Um, so I think he'd, you know. Sure. Now, what you do probably you probably th- want everyone to vote? Sure, you want everybody to vote harder. What about yeah. um, this? All the Supreme Court business going on. What would bystander from Broad City uh, okay. say about the Supreme Court situation? Uh-huh. Should we pack the court? Yeah. Well, you know, he was a very helpful character, mm-hmm. so I think he'd point people to resources to sort of make their own decisions. Okay. Okay. You know. And um the gun laws are a big issue these days and what do you feel Roger the leader of the cave maniacs from the Chris Gethard show would say about uh, the gun laws? Any any opinions on the second amendment? Yeah, I think he is is a big 2A guy. Okay. Oh, okay. I think, I think no. you know, he, he's leading sort of a renegade group. I think he's probably pretty big on on that Second Amendment. Yeah, and to be fair, he is the leader of the cave maniacs. Yeah. So he would. Uh, I I think he, you know, he he. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel pretty. That's the one I feel most confident mm-hmm. about. I love this this run on your IMDb where you have the Chris Gethard show. And the special without Brett Davis next to each other. And Uh that's the stretch where it seems like uh, where uh, you're just like, come on, give me a win here. I got to get paid for one of these things. These are fun to do, but 
Uh, Papa's got to put some food on the table. And then the gift of you came along. Yeah. Now, what would Ethan, the town gossip, say about you? You played two Ethans back to back. Did yeah, you know that? I, just, I didn't actually realize that. And on, on the special, I got to choose that name. Okay. So then I guess I guess the second Ethan just kind of found me. Yeah. And maybe you were so good at playing Ethans that the casting people over at you were yeah. like, I think this is our Ethan. Yeah, I think they reached out the day after Ethan the Town Gossip. <laughs> the day after that went live. <laughs> oh, that's that is so funny. Um I want to thank you for coming on the show. You're you're amazing, and I'm so glad we finally got you to come on. We've wanted to have you on for a while. And Zach, you come back anytime you want. And when you're in Los Angeles, please come by the show and we'll do it in person. I would love to. I would love that too. And so people can keep an eye out. You're doing improv. You're out and about doing that. Yeah, doing improv. I do do a show called Rat Scraps in oh. in New York on Sunday nights at Caveat, but oh, it also yeah. streams online. Produced by Patrick Contour. <laughs> yes. The great Patrick Contour. <laughs> who ate a roll of toilet paper on the most recent George Lucas talk show because I suggested it. Wow. I I didn't see that one. And I yet, said but... I think it's going I think that episode's going to end up like the day the clown cried. It's just going to be in a vault somewhere until <laughs> everybody involved is dead. <laughs> well, I'll have to I'll have to I need to download a copy yes. before You better before hurry. I can't get it. You better hurry. You should start hurry. You start right now. Now, Patrick is a champ and a sweetheart, and um, he ate toilet paper for uh, donations. <laughs> to be fair, he cooked it on his stove he, in a pan. He cooked it. He cooked it. He put more oil on this thing. Ugh. He put all Ugh. this, like, olive oil on it, like, so much olive oil. Then he put, like, shredded cheese on it. And uh, that literally made me shiver hearing <laughs> hearing this. It was so disgusting. And he he took a big old bite of it and was kind of like, mm, it's not bad. It's not bad. Oh my God. <laughs> um, well, you know, um, I really, I don't know how to react to that information. <laughs> yes, it was very upsetting. And it, it is uh, something that I will never forget, and I mean that in the bad way. If anybody could use some <laughs> severance action right now, it would be me to get away from that image. Um, but so you're doing rat scraps. You got anything coming up that's a, that you're excited about? Um, I mean, severance. Still, a lot of people haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. I'm on a show, Duncanville. That's we're kind of. Um, <laughs> in a little bit of a gray area right now, but there's going to be some more episodes coming out on Hulu. Okay. Uh, which is very fun and funny. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, you know, I don't know. I guess still hoping for the Hawk season two. Jason seemed like he was into it, but we didn't make firm plans there. So I'm, 
I'll, I'll send an email. I'll send an email. Okay. Yeah. No. The Hawk is, well, it's too late. You're already in it. I was going to say it's going to be your Ant-Man, but you actually made it into. I did. You did one make of the most in. loved episodes. Yeah. I guess there's still time. You could go back and take me out. Don't, don't encourage him. Nah. Don't encourage him. Zach, Cherry, I appreciate you coming on the show. You're amazing, and I hope to see you very soon in person. Thanks, Tom. And thanks for coming on, and we will talk to you real soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Good guy. Good guy. I like him a lot. Zach Cherry coming on the show. Very exciting. Let's go back to the hot phones. Hot phones tonight. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Max in Portland. Max from Portland. What's going on, Max? Yes, sir. Portland, which Portland? Oregon or Maine? Portland, Oregon. Ah. How's that going? Uh, better than uh, the out the outside world portrays. Okay. Because it certainly seems like a city where a lot of wackadoodles say, hey, let's drive into Portland and make a show of it. Oh, yeah, I have uh, firsthand dealt with uh, such characters. Yeah. That's not my favorite part of it. No, it, I, I would be, I would hope it wasn't. Yeah. What is your favorite part about Portland? Oh. There are so many dogs. And I realized that I know more dogs' names than humans because when I have that interaction, I'm like, what's your dog's name? And I get the dog's name and I don't ask their name. Then I leave. I understand that. You're more interested in old Cupcake over... Cupcake over, or Benji over or Glenn, Over Glenn, the, the person walking, uh, holding a leash behind Cupcake. Yeah, I don't want to hear about what Glenn does at Nike. No. So that's your favorite thing? Who's the no. all-time greatest Portland Trailblazer? Oh, gosh. I, I won't lie to you, Tom. I'm not a sports guy. Who's the Who's the current star of the Portland Trailblazers? You know it. Come on. <sighs> I know you know the name. You've heard it before. Even you've heard it at the... Donut uh, shop. Damon Green? No. Dame, no oh, come on, you're it, close. Man. No, you got part of it. Damien. Um, Damien Lillard. There you go. You got it. I can tell you this. I love that guy. All-time best yeah. Portland Trailblazer. Can't argue with it. People are going to say Bill Walton. People say Bill Walton. They can just jump into a vat of uh, uh, into a that, volcano. Yeah. They say that. That guy plays a year and a half for them. I'll I'll tell them the duck if they ever say that. Yeah. Say duck. Um say what? So I'm I'm telling you this, Max. You want to get in on a thing. You've this is the prime era right now. It is literally dame time where you live. So what uh well what can I do for you tonight, my friend? Well, um, 
I, I've been listening for a while, and uh, and I was at a, I was working at a client's house uh, the other day, um, and I, I look over and and uh, you want to guess what I saw? What? There's okay. a bleeping best show sticker on their car. Oh, I love it. Out on the road today, yeah, I saw a best show sticker on a Cadillac. <laughs> Max, Max, yeah. here's an idea. This is what we're doing on the show next week. Okay. The night of a hundred out on the road todays. I want people to call up and say, out on the road today, I saw a coexist sticker on a, on a Kia Sorento. <laughs> Out on the road today, I saw a who farted bumper sticker on a on a f- Ford Escort. Does that sound out like a? T- you think that topic today, has I saw like blue matters flag? Yeah, I, there you go. Do you do it? You get the forger. You saw a blue lives matter. Uh, I saw a blue lives matter flag on a Ford Raptor. Perfect. Max, you were the first caller on next week's show, if that's in any way possible. Uh, I can make that happen. No, you just I did can, it. You just did it. In my schedule. You don't have to worry about the I... schedule. You already, one week oh. early, did a call for next week's show. You proved oh, the concept. I... Man. Which, you know what you that makes it. you? A newsmaker. Oop. You nice. Know, you know what that makes you? Nice. A newsmaker. It's the Newsmaker Hotline. (laughs) Is now the Newsmaker Hotline because of you. You just proved your Newsmaker status. Nice. So, yeah, that's next week's topic. Pat, what do you think of that as a topic? I I like it. Thank you. Mike, thoughts? He doesn't like it. Was that time? I, said, I was just what? watching a video of uh, Carlos Santana being uh, wheeled off a stage. I oh, guess he collapsed oh, or no. something. No, no. Oh, God. Up- updated news. Great. Well, it is the Newsmaker Hotline. <laughs> Sorry. It's the Newsmaker Hotline. The mic is reporting that Carlos Santana <laughs> fell on a stage. I hope he's okay. And they had to take him off, I guess, in a stretcher. And they they did something I've never seen before. They used, like I, I don't know I don't know where they found such an item a very long, uh, sort of uh, curtain to sort of block the, sure. the audience from seeing him being wheeled off the stage. Yeah, I understand. I, I get what you're yeah. saying because they just didn't want to. They didn't want it to be yeah. a spectacle. Yeah. Well, um, it it was a hot one today. It's, yeah, it was hot. Yeah. It's all the, over. Oh, Pat. <laughs> Pat, I hope he's okay. That's exactly Pat. I didn't want to say it. We'll make sure he's okay. First. Heartless. <laughs> no, this is what I and I'm gonna say this, Pat. 30 points for that one. All right. You know why? Because you got a, you got edge. You got edge and you got these these Hollywood guys like Dudio. <laughs> oh, I don't want to offend this one. I don't want to offend that one. 
Don't want to make, I make it real or else forget about that's, it. That's Jersey. That's forget about it. He even said forget about it at the end. Wow. Pat, 60 points on top wait, of I don't, the 30. I don't get an assist. Mike, just wait. <laughs> I set 70, him up. Seven, wait, Mike. 700 points for bringing wow. the initial story to the table. <laughs> so there you go. You happy? What was I initially supposed to respond to? Whether you Out. think next week's topic it should be everybody calling up going out on the road today and then saying what sticker they saw on a oh, different car. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that being a topic. Lots of singing. Yeah, no, I, I'm i for that. I'm taking 200 points away from that. That was a very <laughs> hard. It was a very you don't want to go down that road? Very lackluster. Yeah, I could see that. This is what you literally <laughs> said. This is literally what you said. Yeah, I could see that being a topic. <laughs> I could see that being a topic. Yes. <laughs> Not that it's a good topic. Well, that's just the fact that it made it that. across the line. Mike? I mean, that's you know, that's saying something. You know, right? Mike. Yeah. Another seven hundred points because <laughs> you got back because you got backbone. I mean, you got it's backbone. a real no. Uh, you got backbone. Of, uh, yeah. That was a that was a Willy Wonka type uh, trick, and you. You held to your, you you stuck to your guns. Another seven hundred points. You're up to fourteen hundred points for the night. Pat's at what one? What do you have, Pat? Let's say one thirty. One thirty. And Medudio, how many points have you been allotted? I haven't gotten any yet, yeah, but okay. I, I got I got Zach on the show, so you did okay. So I gave you ten points. Thank you. Mike has 1,400. <laughs> yeah, it seems fair. It seems fair. So, yeah, that's what we'll do. So, so Max from Portland, you yes, saw sir. Best Show bumper sticker. Out on the road today, yes. you saw Best Show bumper sticker on what kind of And car? it made me smile. And it made me smile. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Uh, gosh. It, yes, and it was a client of mine because I I, uh, I recently started my own business. You I did. quit my job and started my own business. What's your what what line of work are we talking now? I'm a I'm a painter and carpenter and drywaller and and uh, um I kind of do it all. How much and, you get for how much my own little painting company? How much do you get for a day's uh, worth of painting? Just curious. Oh gosh, uh, I kind of like uh, the way my brain puts it as like forty-hour weeks. So like uh, anywhere from like twenty-five to thirty-five hundred a week. Jeez, like on a I'm job, the wrong line of work. I, it's I'm learning that it's a pretty it's pretty lucrative business. I'm doing the wrong thing. I gotta start painting, painting. Go up to Portland, start painting. I'll, I'll, you can be my apprentice. Yeah, sure. Oh, you're apprentice. Okay. No, I'm going <laughs> to, uh, what I'm going to do is just underbid you by a uh, hundred dollars every gig. Oh, oh nice. when Max said how much? Well, actually I'll do it for, uh, so that's not what I'm going to do. Well, Max, that's but, exciting. But you, you have your own business. Uh, no, no, it, it's been really cool. Uh, you've you've kind of been there every step of the way with with the book, 
um, and catching similarities there and uh, the bits of inspiration throughout that whole thing. And, um, and then when I had to take a t- big test for the, con- the general contractor's license and I haven't studied for anything in 15 years. Uh-huh. And you know, when you, when you, the old thing, when you think of something inappropriate in a, in a, at a bad time, and it makes you laugh, mm-hmm. breaks your concentration. Sure. I forget what tangent led to it, but I couldn't stop singing in my head, the worm is a vampire. Uh-huh. <laughs> and wait. <laughs> put, I think I, something did, made me think of Dune, and then it made me think of the time you said, the worm is a vampire. Yeah, that, that, uh, well, maybe laugh. oh, look. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you you take stuff away from the show. That's very meaningful. All all kidding aside, that's cool. Oh, yeah, no, no, it, it's it's all been good stuff, and uh, and I appreciate it. And so I'm telling you, you know, with the book, you did it, yes, Ob. And I'm um I'm, I'm main reason for my call is seeing you know the inks dry and all the paperwork. I got my company. I'm seeing if you could say the same or similar to me. I wish I could. I really, I wish I could, but let me just say this one thing to you, Max. Thank you for calling. Okay. And Max, one other thing I do want to say to you, I appreciate the call and I wish you well. And Max, I just want to say one final thing to you. Uh, okay. Okay. Have a a good week. I hope everything goes well for you this week. Uh, and, and yeah, thanks for calling. Oh, one other thing I do want to say to you is, uh, be careful going on the ladders Make sure mm-hmm. that they're that they're balanced correctly, and don't go on that top step. Uh-huh. That top step is not for standing. Yep. yep. Okay. Oh, well, thank, thanks for calling. Say. Thanks for calling. But oh, one other thing I want to say oh, yeah. to you, Max. Yeah, what's that? You yep. you did it, USOB. Oh. All right. Best show. Hey, who's this? <laughs> Sorry, had to turn you up speaker. No, nah, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, it's Ian in Madison. Ian in Madison. What's up? In Madison, what? Wisconsin? New Jersey? Where? Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin. How are you tonight, Ian? I'm good. Um, weird stormy night. Mm-hmm. Which happens kind of, I don't know, it happens like every Tuesday now. It's kind of weird. It's a stormy night out there in Wisconsin? Yeah, it's tropical Midwestern storms. Mm. They roll in and they roll out, huh? Yeah. I was going to call in well, a couple you... weeks ago, and then the phone service all went out. So You're on now? You're on now, buddy. You're all on right. now. What, what? Um, <laughs> Excuse me. What, 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 I don't what have any fireworks for? for you. What can I do? Don't worry about fireworks. What can I do for you? Nobody's all called right. with a single bleeping um, firework either. The correct answer to the thing with fireworks <laughs> There's only one good one, the orange, the long orange trail ones. That's it. All I the other fireworks. I don't know the names of any of them. <clears throat> well, you just describe them. Long orange. Do you think I know the name? Long orange trail. <laughs> the orange ones that have the yeah. big and light yeah, up the, the, uh, the sky. The, the scary whistling one. Yeah, those are. Those I hear that I one a lot. I don't like those. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to call about, uh, there's a new Garrison Keillor book. Oh, goody. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, what uh, what is it about? Uh apple pies and uh headache powders? Yes, exactly. No, I was I I was reading a review of it and I was like this is exactly the worst Garrison Keillor uh book you would imagine. Um so he return he uh he he gets canceled. I don't know if you heard about Wait, in the book he gets Garrison canceled? Getting, uh, yes. <laughs> For telling a dirty limerick mm-hmm. on the radio, which is pretty generous. Like, it, look, I don't know what happened to this guy in real life. I barely paid attention to anything that dude did. I don't know. What, what, what did he actually do in real life? Uh, a lot of sexual harassment of okay. employees. Well, that's terrible. I yeah. look, I, I, um, uh, I, I, you know, whatever. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, but yeah, so he, he moves back home to, uh, Lake Wobegon. And so he's, uh, wait, was he always in Lake Wobegon? <laughs> I don't know. Or did he just like insert himself into this world now? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I listened to this all the time when I was a kid because it was on in the car. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Some of the things were just, it exists and I don't know why. And, uh, but yeah, so he, he moves back home and, uh, apparently it's been taken over by hipsters, which well, is, I want to say this really, Ian, I can say this. Congratulations. You just sold a copy of the latest Garrison Keillor book oh, to no. me. You, you thought you were calling up to be a wise guy going, can you believe you're dumb? This sounds like the greatest book I've ever heard. It's Garrison Keillor. That's how I feel too. Garrison Keillor wrote a sitcom I'm... basically that he's the star of. This is like a dumb sitcom yeah. premise. I had to yeah. move back to Lake Wobegon and start over because I, Told a dirty limerick on my show, and now I'm back in Lake Wobegon eating, eating the the boysenberry pie that is made down at the old firehouse, and Chief Randolph likes to make his pies, and a lot of the time, old Rex, the uh, firehouse dog, comes in and. He likes to sit and hope that the chief drops a little bit of the pie crust on the floor and rushes over, and then he hopes no fires start while he's making his pies. And one time he actually forgot that he was making a pie, and the firehouse burnt down while the fire department was out getting a cat out of a tree. That actually was a pretty good episode of Lake Wobegon. The yeah. fire chief makes pies and then forgets he leaves a pie and they go out to get a cat out of a tree and then the fire department's on fire. That's actually yeah, a pretty amazing episode of, of uh, that. All I got to come up with is a couple guy noirs and I got a packet. You got a show. Yeah. Now this, yeah, so look, congratulations. I will read that book. 
That sounds spectacular. Well, the reason I was that sounds like the Charlie Kaufman the, book. It's like a next level weirdness. Yeah. Well, I the reason I called because he's he redoes the uh, the backseat thing that is in the uh, the sound collage. He redoes that As little. I was standing. By. Yeah, his coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh. So. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh no! Uh, yeah, it's just uh. I fell in love in the front seat of a 56 Ford at a drive-in movie (laughs) sliding over toward a girl in shorts and knocking a little on a bench seat, no gear shift. So this is in the book. She was young and eager. I haven't read it yet, but it seems like. It's yeah. Uh, if, uh, yeah, what the, the quote I've got in the book review here is, I was 18, had tasted gin, and made love to a girl. I was a man. Oh, God. Which is... Now you just unsold a copy of the book. (laughs) Glad to do my part. No, I'll still buy it. I'm going to buy two copies, because now you sound like you're you're getting your thrills from it. That you took a sale from old... What do you think people call him? Gar? Yeah, like yeah I, think, I think Gary. Hey, Gary. How's it going? Hi. Yeah. God bless him. Well, I feel like he's like, he insists on being called Mr. Keeler. Yeah. I, I think he's one of those yeah. weird old guys. Thanks for the call, buddy. You're, you're getting a little too, you're getting yeah, your thrills. Take care. You're getting your thrills a little too much from this. You're getting your thrills too much. You don't get your jollies. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. All right. To whom am I speaking? This is Kaylee from Palisade Park. But I know this, Kaylee. Yeah, yeah, you do. Via Brooklyn. Yeah. What's up? As they say in What's the up? Budweiser commercials that you kids like What's so much. That? <laughs> they still say that. The kids. They do, yes. And you, you kids, the kids... Uh, because you are young, you enjoy things like Snapchat. Yeah, and no similar not, things. Not Snapchat. What do you like? TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. What would be good if Which, I did a uh, thing on TikTok? What could I do on TikTok? Uh, what could you do on TikTok? Well. You, First of all, TikTok's going crazy about Kay Bush right now, so you got to tell them about her second song that you were talking about. Because I'm telling you, and Kaylee, you're a DJ. You've got great taste in music. You know what time it is. But I will say this. You get it. These kids, the, your, your peers, they think there's only one Kate Bush song out there. There's two. There's actually three. There's three of them. Hold on a second. What's it called? Uh, there's a, a third song uh, called uh, Violin. Violin? Yeah. Wait, now somebody's telling me there's one called Babushka? 
Yeah, there's, there's four? one called Babushka. That's the one that TikTok loves. Cloud busting five. <laughs> What's going on, Kaylee? What What are you? Uh, what, 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 how was your Fourth of July? Were you very patriotic? Did you have a Uncle Sam hat and <laughs> walk around the streets waving a big old flag? Yeah, I uh, I uh, I was like down at Edgewater, you know, throwing little tiny those little tiny like firecracker things you can throw at the floor sure and uh blasting uh bruce springsteen and yelling at new york from across the water all right take it easy on bruce springsteen he ain't ain't the problem (laughs) i it's my second july 4th in new jersey i was excited (laughs) that's fine i'm excited for you what you eat hot dogs and hamburgers Yeah, well, I'm more of like the vegetarian type, you I'm, know. So it's like a skewer. No, but it's there's vegetarian hot dogs and vegetarian hamburgers. Oh, but that's like not real. Like, but what do you think a hamburger's real? There's no animal <laughs> shaped like a disc. Those are fake, also. <laughs> so they smush some vegetables right. together into the shape of a patty, or they smush some innards of an animal together to the shape of a patty. Neither of them are natural. Then then, then they shouldn't make it seem so different, like veggie, veggie burger. Like, just call it also burger. Well, they're saying that because they don't want you eating it if you don't want no meat in it. They're, <laughs> they're just making it clear for you. It's just the packaging. Okay. So. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> Can I say, uh, your show cracks me up. I love listening to it all the time. I got to say, though, your best guy is Pat's your best guy. He's the funniest guy. Wait, who is? Pat. Pat? (laughs) Wait, he's the funniest guy on the show? Yeah, he's the funniest guy. I'm not? I don't know. I sometimes, like, you know, sometimes. Get off my phone. Look, Pat can be second. <laughs> Pat can come in second. I got no problem with that. Pat's the funniest guy on the show. Pat's incredibly funny. Pat can be the second funniest guy on the show, and that's fine. Pat. That was not a paid endorsement. Oh, I no, really think fine, you, you, there was some money exchanged, Pat. That's there fine. was no money exchanged that's there. Fine. I Look, was... I love Kaylee. I truly love Kaylee. But she came on and said to me, well, Pat's the funny guy on the show. Look, Pat is a funny guy on the show. Personally, Pat might be the second funniest guy on the show. Dudio might be second funniest. Mike might be second funniest. I don't know. I don't rank anybody here. Because we're family. Where It's like Olive Garden up in here. When you're here, you're family. Um, <laughs> but I would hope... For the sake of the program, you would say I was the funniest one because I'm the one talking the whole time. Right. Just it's for, your show. Just as a thank you. Just as a matter of protocol, please spot me that is all I'm asking for. <laughs> just How do we spot. know she wasn't bribed? 
That's a good point. I think, Mike, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. This should be a Mike Lisk investigation. Yeah. Mike, get that trench coat out and notepad. (laughs) I want you on the beat. Hey, are we really doing Night of 100 out on the roads today, next week? Should I start making the art for that? Start making the art. What do you... start Start making the art now? Oh, you think it should already be done? Put a no, nice picture no, no, no. I just, I just didn't know it would take a full week. Oh, it's going to take at least a to week. make the art. What do you, uh, yeah. what are you doing? The Sistine it, Chapel? It takes so much to remove the background on a Don Henley picture. <laughs> yes, that's also, what we're doing next week. What's that? Also, uh, what should Tom do on TikTok? Would be a great topic yeah, we'll, as well. We'll and we will do that. Watch the account. Look, I'll say this. That sounds like something we got to do on the 24-hour yes, show. Yes, 100%. I will start a TikTok on the 24-hour show. God help me on this one. The 24-hour thing is bad enough. I already got warnings from people. Uh, oh, I did a 24-hour thing on the radio, too. It's hard. It's bad. It, I lost my mind. Like, oh, okay. But I'll I'll persevere. I'll persevere. We'll get through a final call. Final call tonight. Best show. Hey Tom, it's Nick from Albuquerque. Nick from Albuquerque. How are you, Nick? Good. How's it going? Good. I spent some time in your beloved city. Uh, I spent ninety minutes there when I took Amtrak from um, Los Angeles to New Jersey, and it stopped in albuquerque for a little bit i walked around a lot of motorcycle enthusiasts oh definitely a lot of bikers yeah and i got this one biker what i did since i only had 90 minutes i went into a biker bar and i fought some dudes and then ran and then jumped on the train and went so long suckers from the back of the train as it was pulling out of the station and then that was they, you? That was me. They tried to ride their bikes on the track and catch up, and then I just started pouring uh I just started pouring uh, grease out of the back of the thing and they were slipping and sliding. It was really something to see. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Just another day in Albuquerque. Things get pretty wild out here pretty quick. Yeah. So what's going on tonight, Nick? Uh not much. Uh first of all, I just wanted to say uh it's inspiring that you made the move Thank to uh, Los Angeles or to California, the West Coast. Thank you. Uh, I, yeah, I, I got to give you props to, for you. doing that. Thank you. I feel like it's a big, uh, Thank you. big step, and Thank you. yeah. Thank but you. in all honesty, it's kind of inspiring. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're sweet. You're sweet to say that. someday you'll someday you'll pull up stakes and get out of Albuquerque, huh? Yeah, maybe, but it, it's it's known as the land of enchantment and also the land of entrapment. And mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with staying here too. I like to call Albuquerque the land of the bikers that I beat up. <laughs> it's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can you tell the difference between uh, a cowboy? And someone from Albuquerque. Uh, 
be it could definitely be one and the same. But if, if somebody's just got like a lot of tattoos and a bandana or not a cowboy hat, well, it's a joke. And uh, the punchline you know. is. Uh, the cowboy has the uh, crap on the outside of their boots. <laughs> Touche. That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. So I've been <laughs> holding that one back for a while in the chamber, waiting for the right opportunity. And after 44 years, it showed up. Um, so what do you got for me tonight, Nick? As the final uh, well, call, uh, for uh, for fireworks wise, yeah. Um, my my favorite fireworks experience is just I took a photography class once, mm-hmm. and we had a final and had to display our uh, our like had to show what we you know learned and kind of put some time into this final project. Mm-hmm. And there happened to be fireworks showing. Um, at our school the weekend before and one of the kids in our class had just taken a million photos of the fireworks and just kind of put up all like pretty bad pictures of of fireworks up in like the shape of a firework. And just like our professor's reaction and the rest of the class reaction was just super bummed out. And, uh, we'll always, Always stick in my mind is a good fireworks experience. Is the school <laughs> okay? Well, look, fireworks are not unlike snowflakes. You can see what you want in them. I think, <laughs> right, Nick? You seem like a sweetheart. Thanks for calling. Final call. Best show. Wrapping it up. I want to tell you again, we've got the 24-hour show coming. July 26th, guests, surprises. Who are some guests we should get? If you got guests, if you got a, 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 the fast track on some good guests, let me know. Let me know. Let's get some surprises in there, huh? We'll talk more about it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Zach Cherry for calling in. Best Show will be back next week, and we will talk to you then. Until then, I say goodbye.